It's Jax. What up, Dallas? Let's go. Martin Luther had a dream, but Freddy Krueger had a Ruger. X Malcolm hopped the picture, so now we back to the future. Now we back to these losers embracing death like they used to. Poking up, they just but listen, son, now you leaking that future. Huh? So who's the shooter? Hum, is it your man? Or was it a fan? Or was it a stand? Huh? I would beg to differ. In hindsight, I bet you he said he was not a nigga. Plus Biggie Smalls was just minding his business, yo. Smoking an Optimo. Somebody got to drop the homie Biggie. He's got to go. And they couldn't stop it, no, I wish that they could Yeah, the world needs change, but man, I wish that we would So out a long frown, a man home from a four pound His blood ripples on the floor from the wall sound His mama sitting at the wake, hoping the Lord's found Another dead, another gone now, damn George Elliott said that it's best to be what you want to be Fucking do what you want to do So I do what I want to do Bet you did it to floss Bitch, I did what I wanted Bet you did it and lost Bitch, I did it and won it Shit, I'm never coming back Listen, I just want to rap Gee, I told you all of that On about a dozen tracks I don't give a fuck I just, I just, I just want to rap Spitting fire on this track Like a fucking thundercat Plus this mic is bleeding Rojo This shit is a no-no Rolling in that low-low Plus I'm from that ball Need a folk, folk, smoking on my logo Ready for the world and we so-so Sit with the flow, somebody got a vote, vote Heard the lanes and I swear they so-so Too much love for the fame just to go broke You said think I had the rap game and the choke hard Never think I got the whole world in a rope though. Gotta think of damn dog, you crazy Is he the next Jay-Z? My crystal ball is hazy, but I don't know, maybe Welcome back to the Insane Chick Podcast Your host Chris here And, oh, shit, not doing that again I always end up Run it back, run it back I always end up doing, I always forget that So I play it from my phone now and I always forget that the phone will do some if I don't if I don't take it off it'll play it'll do repeat. <laughs> so I always forget to take repeat off. So I'll be letting it go, and I'm just like, oh shit. A little more to homie Jacks. Right, 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 right. I'm good. Right, right. Can't it can't be too mad at that. So anyway, yeah. guys, it, it, this is the Insane Tech Podcast. Your host Chris here, and I'm being joined. Oh man, Aaron from Black Astronauts Podcast. What's going on, man? What up? I'm gonna tell you what's up. I'm gonna tell, I'm gonna tell you what's up. You know what's up? Mm-hmm. I, I did notice. Um, so I sent an email last week. To my boys, the people that are always got me down, hold me down. Said it to Aaron, said my man Phenom. I was like, hey, listen. Actually, it wasn't even last week. I think it was a couple weeks ago. I was just like, hey, listen, man. You know, in 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 honor of the movie, the great movie Venom coming out. <laughs> I can't believe I actually said that. Um, I was like, wouldn't it be nice to go ahead and take the uh, look at the first uh, the first appearance of Venom, live action appearance of Venom, and do a um a uh. uh a nostalgia review of Spider-Man 3. So Brandon hit me back right away. He was like, hey, let's do it. Let's go and do it. But there was somebody who was mysteriously absent from responding. Huh. You don't say. But then when I hit him up like three days later about being on the IC, it was like, oh, yeah, man, let's do it. Let's go. Let's, let's do that. And I, just, I didn't bring it up. I was like, maybe he'll show up. Maybe he'll pop up in and be like, oh, yeah, I didn't see the email, but I'm going to be there. And um, no, it was just me and, me and Brandon talking about that shitty ass movie. Um, <laughs> hey, I'm still scarred from Mario Brothers, dog. <laughs> I still need some time. <laughs> no, nah, man. It, it, like I said, I knew, I knew I could see. I can always get, I can always depend on Brandon when there's a movie nobody else wants to watch. That's why I had to do it. Like, we had already done Spider-Man one and two with like a, a group of people. 
when I was like, all right, so we're going to finish the trilogy, people were like, mm, oof. <laughs> ah, yeah, so I'm out on that one. I'm like, yo, come on. We did we, we did Alien Resurrection. We did Alien vs. Predator Requiem. Y'all tell me y'all can't do Spider-Man 3? Nah, we can't do that. I can't. I still got to get a group to do X, uh, X3. I got to probably got to hit Brand up for that one, too, because it's like people were people like, yo, well, we draw a line. I'd rather watch that one with you. Remember, huh? he liked them X-Men movies. <laughs> Who? Right. Don't he like them X-Men movies? Mm, not X3. <laughs> if it was like First Class or Digital Future Past, maybe. But I don't think X3. Mm, I think that's slander. I think it's when I try to say that he liked that Godzilla movie on that, that uh, Nerd Off episode. And that nigga almost wanted to fight me over here. <laughs> hey, boy, if he was about to jump through the uh, camera on your ass. <laughs> yo, you would have thought I insulted Karen or something like that. I was like, yo, didn't you like that movie? Nigga, how hey, man, dare you? <laughs> if it was the West, nigga, it would have been a duel. Y'all would have had to duel. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Rod and Karen for their uh, successful uh, first yeah. live show too. I yeah. know they did that on Thursday. Um, man, they, the picture. Man, they packed it out too, bro. I yeah, don't know man. if you saw the picture. Yeah, yeah, but... yeah. I did. Saw the picture, and some people did uh, some did some uh, live video from it too. So it was oh, great, man. It, it was awesome and and great. So, um, but family. yeah, yeah. You you kind of left me and Brandon with uh, Spider Man three and didn't. It's all right. I mean, I'm not bitter or anything like that. It's not like I had to sit there and watch this hour, two hours and nineteen minutes of. Toby Maguire not being able to act with uh, his girlfriend slash ex-girlfriend uh, Kirsten Dunst who also couldn't act. Hey, and you guys would be happy for me not once the entire time did I bring up her dolphin teeth. <sighs> Sir. I didn't do it. Because that's like everybody knows I talk, I'm trying to be a better person. I did not bring up Kirsten Dunst's dolphin teeth. Sir, that is not the way to be a better person. What do you mean? <laughs> not the way. I've... The fact that her teeth do not match in any capacity does not mean stop that. Well, I mean, to be fair, there were somebody with work teeth. Uh, Venom had meth teeth, so I couldn't even say shit. So, <laughs> right, this is right. I mean, God, dear God, that movie's so bad. I yo, saw that it's, movie, it's worse. I've literally seen it twice. I've seen it, saw it once in the theater, and I got out of the theater and was like, I'm never watching that again because you know how everybody was hype, right? Because after, after, like, that's the thing that kills me about it, right? After, after Spider Man 2, everybody's kind of hyped because you're like, yo. We're gonna do the black costume. Oh, we're gonna do Okay, let's let's do it. And then you watch this movie, and it is it is just it's god awful. It, it is. It, it, it is lot. like the acting, the the no chemistry between the characters. Like there is so much that is just like bad in this film, and it's just it's almost embarrassing. No, what, when when did that movie come out? 2007. So, okay. So I was getting out of high school, but I was still a young man when I saw that and was like, mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm probably never going to see this again. Well, here's something that we, we, we pull out. And again, if you want to hear the whole discussion of uh, uh, Brandon and I discussing Spider-Man 3, sign up for premium. $8. Mm. Get you, you know, I'm kind of trying to get, the, get that premium numbers up. Um, we brought this up. It's like 2007. Because at first I was like, I was kind of making excuses. I was like, I mean, for the time, you know, the, the, the Sandman uh, uh, effects weren't that bad. And I mean, they do start getting really, really bad towards it at some point. But like, they spent so much money on Sandman, I can make sense. But then I went back and looked. I was like, they spent $258 million on a budget for this film. Ooh, Do boy. you know how much they spent on Return of the King, which I think came out in like 2003? I can't even imagine. Just guess. Take a guess. I mean, Lord, Lord, of the Ring, Lord of the Rings, the last Lord of the Rings movie. Do you, 
take a guess how much money they spent on that film. I mean, I would imagine astronomical budgets and flight probably about what, 150, 200? Nigga, 94 million dollars. Nigga, what? Wow. <laughs> wow. Wow. 94 million dollars. How much? 258 million dollars. Christ. Two years later, after Spider-Man 3 got released in 2007, two years later, Avatar. Yikes. And Yikes. that's when I was like, oh, whoa, no, 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 this film is just bad. Yeah, and that's just, just a I bad mean, movie. Just, now, that I, now that you put it in context like that, that's... Uh, yeah, it's just, like I said, it, we go into that, it's... It, yeah. Yeah, like, if, if I'm looking at this correctly... Um... Yeah, so all the Lord of the Rings movies were made for under a hundred million dollars. So almost the the budget, the budget of Spider Man three was almost more than all three Lord of the Rings movies put together. Because each of them was like ninety four million for the last two, and the Fellowship of the Ring was ninety three million dollars. So about three hundred million dollars for all three Lord of the Rings movies, two hundred fifty eight million for Spider Man three. That that had to get some people fired, right? Like I would assume. That, <laughs> I, would, I would hope. One would hope someone got like, fired. Actually, no, not a thing about no, nobody did get fired. Because say, Abby he, Abby say was was a producer and he still he was still still around fucking off Spider Man to this day. So Yeah, yeah no, no, no. It, it did not did not happen. Um uh speaking of people getting fired, nice horrible <laughs> segue here. Um found some horrible news. Uh and this is, I mean, this goes back to the very, very beginning of, of MTR Premium. And we haven't done these in a while, but I was getting ready to get the crew back together. Um, Telltale Games, who did the, uh, the, the, the Walking Dead games, and we've, you know, t- uh, the, the Wolf Among Us and Tales from the Borderlands and stuff like that. Like some, of our, some of our favorite, like, yeah. story-driven games. They're shutting their doors. Came out last out night. They... I, I, hold on, let me see if I got this because I, I took a, a, a screenshot of a tweet I saw about this because um, a, a lot of people were like, they're shutting the doors there wasn't any, any verified information at the time and then it came out that it was happening so here's somebody, uh, her name is uh, hold on this is Emily Grace Buck says to clarify some questions people have been asking keep in mind I am not a company rep around 250 people are jobless not, not, not 225 we did not get any severance. Our health care only lasts for one more week. Many Jeez. formal employees were contract and cannot get unemployment. Um, yeah. Uh, due to the insanely high cost of living in the Bay Area relative to the pay scale, many of my unbelievably skilled and talented colleagues are were living paycheck to paycheck and do not know what they are going to do to make ends meet this month. Uh, Telltales came out and they're keeping a... Uh, Cause it's like, yo, they literally. Cause I was getting, I've been getting emails from them. Like there was no indication that this was happening. You know, it came out of nowhere. Cause they're no, literally eight, in the- hours, eight hours ago. They still had um, the pre-order thing up for Walking Dead in the final season. Yeah, cause they, they, I mean, they just. Re- I think episode one came out. So they've been sending us. I, I haven't been applying to get the, the the review copies, but I get the press emails from them. And so they've been sending things out about the remastered um, uh, entire series and and getting. And getting uh, the, the final season with Clem and doing all this stuff, um, like I said, all this week. And then you come to find out, like, they are in the middle. Like, they've only released episode one. I want to say, let me see if I can find the email from them that literally came out this week about episode two. Um, let me see. 
Yeah, Monday. Monday's when I got it. Monday they released a episode two trailer for Telltale's Walking Dead: The Final Season, premiere September twenty fifth. So right now, but they they they've now come out and said that they're not finishing that. Yep, they're they're leaving still. The people that get like already paid for it, screwed. I guess. Yeah, like that's. I'm like it's really unfortunate for, like, the crew. Like from what I've heard. They've been in trouble for a while. Well, they fired a bunch of people, I think, last December, like right. 2017 or November 2017. So, yeah. Right. So, they've been in trouble for a little bit, but this is more than just mismanagement, man. Like, this is like neglect because these people are going, like, a lot of talented people are going to be jobless. And it's just unfortunate, man. Like, super unfortunate, man. Well, even beyond that, like, people are coming out and being like, some of these developers come out and said things like, well, um, you know, I was working overtime, not getting paid for it. And, yeah, and, yeah. And, and, they and, said and that the last season yeah. of Walking Dead, like, they finished without, some people didn't get paid. Yeah. Which, which again, when again, I would never have thought of this of, like, and apparently this is, this is a recurring theme in the gaming industry, which is, this is probably, this is not the yeah. only time this has happened. But like, what kills me about this is, because some of us even brought this up, it's like, yo, Telltale seems to be doing too much, no for promising. Yes. Because they would come out and be like, okay, we're doing this, 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 and this, and this, and we're like, well, we just want to finish The Walking Dead, and can we get a Wolf Among Us season two? Like, we just wanted simple things. They'd be like, well, we're going to do the Stranger Things, and we're going to do Game of Thrones, and we're going to do... My, like they're gonna they're gonna leave a skeleton crew to finish Minecraft. Yeah, because Netflix probably already gave them that money though. Right, exactly, like, exactly. And so they're gonna finish Minecraft with a skeleton crew at twenty five. It means that game is probably not gonna be good. Because here's the thing: if you're working on that, what's your incentive to do the right thing? If you, I mean, like seriously. Right, right. Like you, you have no incentive, man. You're gonna you're gonna work over because now you're down to skeleton crew at twenty five. Means they're gonna overwork you and underpay you even more now. So, like, what's the, what's the incentive to get that done? And then Walking Dead season, like, the last final season in the story of Clem just does not get finished. And that's heartbreaking, bro. Like, not only is it heartbreaking for, um, like, the people that are, like, losing out as far as, like, consumers, bro, it's probably heartbreaking for them. Yo, they've been like, doing, this is the, this is the game that launched them. Not, I mean, sorry, not the game that launched because they, they did some other games before this, but this is, like, the... The big game, like the Walking yeah, Dead, was there. Did, like they did Sam and Max and all them back in the right. day, but that that wasn't anything compared to the Walking Dead. And 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 to think that the you you guys couldn't even finish that story, this emotional story, right? Because at, at this point, let's, let's be honest. At this point, and we've talked about this gameplay wise, they're not. They weren't even like they they were kind of stacked. They they had some things here, but even the choices, it wasn't a lot of different choices. Like what's something like compared to like. Life is Strange, which I think is, is back, and I, I'm afraid to start. Oh, yeah, it's back. Yeah, I'm, and I'm so, I'm so afraid to get into that right now. Maybe I'll do this to this weekend, but I'm, I'm afraid. Um, but, like, it wasn't about that. It was about the story. Like, the story of Clem and, and Lee, and, and, like, I didn't care if I didn't get, you know, a bunch of, a, a, a bunch of different choices and things like that. It was, it was just fun, and and for you know, at most twenty dollars, right? Like, could you really, right. could you really be upset and that mad about it? No. So it's like you know, and and they were fun and they got rewards for this shit, and and to see them not be able to finish that, and then to find out the 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 terrible way 
this company was going about it and how they ran it. Because now I'm looking at all the things they did. It's like, you guys ran out here to make all these branded games that I'm wondering how well they even sold. Like, how well did that Gardens of the Galaxy game start? Because I think we did the first episode, and we were just like, ah, I'm kind of feeling this. Yeah, like, I'm, well, like, I finished it. It wasn't good. Um, they, but they, after a certain point, like, when I got nervous is when they scaled up. Like, remember, like, three or four years ago, it was right when Game of Thrones, they did that Game of Thrones one, and they scaled all the way up. It was like, we're going to put out 18 more things. Mm-hmm. And none of them were the things we wanted. None of them were, like, finishing. None of, none of them were finishing uh, uh, Walking Dead or Season 2 of The Wolf Among Us. And finally, when the things come is when they shut, shut out of their doors. And meanwhile, the Walking Dead team is getting put on stuff that don't, doesn't even have a, a story. Mm-hmm. And instead of investing in their game engine, which at a certain point just became laughable, um, they decided to just keep putting money into buying these IPs, man. And it's a bad look. And, and, bad. and I'll be fair. I'll be fair. Because my top three games from them aren't even the Walking Dead. My top three for them were Tales Among Us, I mean, uh, Tales from the Borderland, The Wolf Among Us, and I'm not going to lie, that Batman season one was actually good. I but, forgot about, I mean, I forgot Tales from the Borderland. That was good. Well, just because the, the music in, in the episodes, I might have to go back and play the Tales from the Borderland. The music in the episode and the way that they, that works, but it was innovative. Like, the thing that made Tales from the Borderland work for them, it was, Tales from the Borderland was probably their most, inno- the most innovative game that Telltale did. Like mechanics wise, stories wise, and, and how it worked. You had two different characters you were playing. You you bounced between two different things. The music they put in together in the beginning of the episodes that worked. That, the way the the opening credits would work. Like it was a completely like out of the box game for them. That you know, and that's what worked. And, and honestly, when I think about the, the list I have from them, all of them at their time were innovative. Like Tales from the Borderland was their most ambitious game, and it and it worked. Uh, the Wolf Among Us. Everybody talks about The Walking Dead, but that Wolf Among Us season one was better. Even the play of it was better than season one of The Walking Dead. It wasn't as emotional per se, because you know, I mean, Lee. It's Clem. Yeah, right? like I mean, we get it. It's Clem. Right. It's, it's Clem and Lee. Lee. But like the Wolf Among Us mechanically was like way above that. And you get the you get the, at the end the end of it was playing as a fucking giant ass wolf like I just come on can't be mad at that and then Batman season one like the Batman story they took a they took a different spin on the Batman lore and that that gaming system that that mechanic system of, of how to play was different too where you got to pick and choose come across a scene and Batman would figure out different ways to interact with the environment to take down his enemies again all three of those were like innovative. And it just feels like when they when they failed is when they didn't innovate. Like the Game of Thrones series was not innovative, right? Um, yeah, and it was trying to be it was trying too hard to stay as mm-hmm. close to the material as possible without actually being the material. Game you know? uh, Gardens of the Galaxy felt like it was almost Gardens of the Galaxy. The problem with Gardens of the Galaxy. So if Game of Thrones was that it was too close to what we knew already about Game of Thrones and trying too hard, Gardens of the Galaxy went way left. And nothing was yeah. recognizable, so they didn't even get. So they didn't even get like, um, they didn't even get uh, 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 the voices of the. Ca- I don't think they got the, the same voices. I oh, they didn't. They didn't. So it's like it felt weird when you're listening. You're like, wait a minute, that's not fucking Star Lord. I, I don't think but, they did. Maybe they did, but I don't think they did because it just no, felt weird. Didn't. No, they didn't because okay. they would have. You know, they would have pumped that. 
Right. And so it just it just it just kind of fell flat for me. And then the story is like, we're killing Thanos. Like, how do you kill fucking Thanos? When we, what the fuck are we doing here, guys? Like, it just like that first episode was just like, eh, I guess I'll come back to it. I just don't care about this right now. And we yeah, never came like, back to it. Yep. And we never touched it again. Never touched it. But again. that season of The Walking Dead was really good. Yeah. Like it's shockingly good. Like I was like, oh, okay, guys. Well, because we brought, we, we, you know what it is? They brought Clem Black back. We brought yes. Clem back, and we're like, this one guys. We wanted Clem. We finally wanted Clem, and then we're like, okay, this this final season, it's gonna be Clem season. Clem and AJ, and we're like, finally, that's what we're here for. That's what we came for. Let's do this. We're ready. I don't even care. We I don't care about the mechanics. I don't care about the the the, the graphics because it's like, I care about a little girl, and not a little boy. Like that's what I care about. Clement AJ, that's all I'm here for. Let's tell me this, tell me the story. And they didn't. And now, and now at this point, they got so caught up in everything else. And the other thing too, because we're gonna talk about this later on, and some something we're gonna talk about. I'm tired of companies and and, and brands and people faking the funk. Mm. If you're in trouble, like I understand, there are gonna be shareholders and things like that, and but like. Somebody needs to fucking know. Because yeah. if you're in trouble, nobody can help you if, you if nobody knows you're in trouble. You could have done a push to get people to buy the games. Like, like I'm, 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 I'm waiting on the expose that goes into how this happened with Telltale. How oh, does the story... It, how, it, go ahead. It was greed, dog. Like, it was mismanagement and greed, bro. Like, it's no way that you can sit here and say that it wasn't anything else. They ramped up so quickly and invested in the wrong things and kept pushing the wrong things. And when that Minecraft shit happened, I was like, oh, it's over. Like, as soon as they started uh, pumping Minecraft, the Telltale series, I was like, oh, boy. They didn't out so far. They can't come back. Right. I'm like, you know? yo, who, who the fuck is... For, for, I mean, I get it. I get that Minecraft is a big thing for some people. But Minecraft, the Telltale series? What the fuck are you talking about? It was almost like at this point, even like, I wouldn't be surprised if Wendy's, like, would have a Telltale game. Like, you know, like, it seemed like everybody in the world had a Telltale game. It just, it just, it just didn't make any sense. It's like, you had games that were great. Like, give us a Tales from, another Tales from the Borderland. Give us, you know, finish The Walking Dead. Give us, like, people have been begging for The Wolf Among Us. You had games you could go with. Well, how about you just, uh, Update your fucking game engine. Well, you got to pay me for that. Jesus. I mean, that game engine has been the same for the last six years. Meanwhile, Life is Strange is out here eating its lunch by doing the same exact thing. Right. That's the thing. When we play Life is Strange, we're like, okay, Life is Strange not only looks better, the decision tree in Life is Strange is fucking insane. You know? Because I was like, look, look, here's the thing. I can. I would. I, I always made excuses for Telltale not having as many choices. I did. I was like, you know what? Story's good. I don't care. I could not explain the game mechanics and 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 the way the engine and, and the graphics. I couldn't explain that. I'm like, yo, why does it look so bad? Like the Game of Thrones one was really really bad. Yeah, they. It looked like they just rushed everything on that one. It was a bad look. And I'm like, I'm sorry. And then when you get someone like Life is Strange out here, and you're like literally playing, you're like. This looks like almost real. Like I actually feel this shit, and you know, and it's not about Dorian. Life is Strange was better too, as well. Yeah. Like I think they gave them more freedom well, because, like, think about this: the new season is tackling immigration, bro. Oh god! Like, right? 
like, can you imagine a telltale game trying to tackle immigration, bro? Right. It's just like you, you like I said, we remember we remember we talked about Life is Strange, that big ass decision tree they had outside of that dude's trailer. And we were like, yo, you can have it's like 10 different ways this can go. And you're like, wait, 10 different ways? Yeah. Yep. If you do this, you say this. If you had done this, the dog dies. And you, I'm like, what the fuck? He, was, he, he looked at the decision tree for like there was that one thing. Remember when they did that? Um, it was the one, it was like the, the one with the survivors. And they did all, and like they were like, because that was the big thing about um, Telltale. It would be like, you know, this character will remember this. And then it would never come back at yep. all. Yep. They did that all the time. And they're like, well, maybe they're, you're, you keep waiting for the shoe to drop. Meanwhile, Life is Strange, they do that shit. And you just blow it off in the first time. And you're like, oh, no, they did remember that shit. Yep. Like in every episode, it was one. That, like that was the beauty of Life is Strange. Like we knew what the ending was going to be. Like, you know that going in, what the end is going to be. but. It was the, the ride it took you on and the, the options that it made you care about during the actual gameplay. Mm-hmm. You know, like the fact that, think about the dark room. There are like three different ways you can even start the dark room. Well, like, so, like so, remember, yeah. remember in your playthrough, Victoria was on the ground. Mm-hmm. And in my playthrough, she wasn't there because I warned her. Yeah. Yeah. So. Well, it, yeah, goes, it, it, well, it goes back to what you were saying about them tackling bigger things or tackling immigration they were they talked they tackled basically teenage rape and teachers raping kids like they that's literally what they tackled in there because god mental health right mental health like there's a lot of things they tackled in 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 there that was really adult like themes and so yeah it's like i said i'm i'm sad because it seems like they did a really horrible job with these um they, they did these developers wrong yeah, um, and like I said, I'm I'm just shocked. I again, as a consumer, I am kind of sad that I'm not going to be able to see the the end of Clement. Or maybe somebody, maybe somebody will buy this shit up and they'll finish it themselves or something like that. But I am kind of sad that we won't get to finish that. Story. Dead IP is like touchy. Yeah, huh? like I'm really curious to see what they do with that Walking Dead IP. Right. Not making as much money as it used to. Well, that's the other thing too. It's like it doesn't help them that that Walking Dead became like almost diluted. Right. But right. that's, what hap- that's what happens when you take th- it, again, this is like the final season was like maybe four because they did a little Mich- Michonne thing, but like how long did it take you guys to get to this point? Like you guys should have been done this. It should have been out. You should have finished all of these episodes back when Walking Dead was the hot shit. Now you're right. doing it and it's like Walking Dead is, if you're going to be honest, Walking Dead at this point is winding down. You know? Yeah. And, and you guys like- are all here still trying to, like it doesn't make any sense. Like, where's the dream? Remember when we started this six years ago and was like, well, at the end of Walking Dead season one, it was like, well, what if they put Clem in the show? Right. Like, well, like they had so much that they just left on the table. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Ugh. Ridiculous. All right. Speaking of ridiculous, uh, we have a, we're, we're going to move into some, some stuff here. Spider-Man 3 is, Spider-Man 3 is trash and uh, the new Spider-Man game is trash. Oh, so, new, oh, well, I wouldn't know about that because, um, so uh, I went. I'm, I'm waiting on my PS4 to be delivered. <laughs> oh, you son of a bitch! <laughs> oh, oh, I'm away. Oh, wait a minute. We got proof. Hey, we hey, got hey, proof. Hey. Go listen to the last nerd off. Chris literally said, "Oh, I'm good. I'm gonna wait until like you know, so, maybe the middle of next year before I get it. I ain't gonna be thirsty like so y'all." You, I, well, I wasn't. So it, it wasn't even about the game. You know what it was? The console. 
The Spider-Man co- limited edition console came. They were seven still left. They came back. I have that had a warning on uh, Amazon. To let me know when it came back. I keep missing it. So I finally got the email. I'm sitting there going, oh, I really don't need this right now. But there's only seven left. And I, I want that console. Like, more than the game. I, I'm probably going to get it and not even, not even play it right away. Because I got too much other shit going on. But I wanted that fucking console. <laughs> and so I didn't think the console was going to be. I thought, it was, I thought I missed my chance. So when the console came back on, and it wasn't like for like a ridiculously high price, it wasn't like six hundred fifty dollars. I was like, "Oh, it broke you." I was yeah, like, it broke. "Oh shit, it's, um, this is not that." Well, I can go ahead and get. So I went. In, I went. In, I was like, "Okay," and it comes with a game. So I was like, "All right, well, I guess I'm doing this." Because look, I'm sorry. Like, people, like people were like, "Oh, you're gonna play the game?" I'm like, the game isn't what's gonna sell me. That console though is fucking sick looking. Yeah, the like, console does. Look it looks dope. fucking sick. It's a pro, right? Yeah, and it's a pro. Oh, yeah. And it's a, it's a terabyte pro. And it looks like I got the Spider-Man logo, and I'm like, guys, 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 that yeah. will get me to buy right away. Like, and I was to like, me, like the Spider-Man thing, but having a terabyte pro was like real fucking nice, right? So I'm just <laughs> like, I was like, I wasn't gonna do anything. I wasn't gonna, I wasn't gonna worry about it. I was like, oh uh, man, I missed because like, they like right before it came out, there was another set that came available on Amazon, and I missed it. I was like, fuck, they're already out of, they're already out of stock. I kept seeing the. The tweet saying, oh, well, the Spider-Man uh, PS4 Pros are back in stock. Get them right now. And I'll click the link and they're already sold out. I'm like, fuck. Well, well, if I got to get a regular spot, if I got to get a regular PS4 Pro, I'm going to wait. Uh, I'll be, hey, shit, and if I wait, I might never get the shit, right? Because that's how waiting works for me. Man, I saw that shit was like, uh, doing calculations in my head. I was like, I can afford this right now. I can, I can go ahead and do this. So, yeah, I went out and bought one. So, I, I, I was going to pick it up today, but I'll probably have to wait until Monday to get it. So, um, yeah, yeah. So, um, Spider-Man sucks until I play it. So, oh, it's, I mean, it's God awful game unless somebody decides to send me a console. Cause at the present moment, I tend to not have a console to play Spider-Man. And that's, it actually just makes me sad. It makes me sad. Look, I, I will, will say this. I, I'm still an Xbox person. I still play Xbox games. Now, if anybody wants to send me any of these other PS4 games that they swear are so much better, <laughs> on ps4 which i don't believe in i don't believe that the last of us or you know was a god of war like i don't these games i don't know about these games i'm I'm very very i'm highly skeptical of these games wait chris you've never played the last of us no i've never have nigga so i'm just but i don't believe in them i think that i think those games are probably terrible now if somebody wants (laughs) to prove me wrong then yeah, they can feel can, free can yeah. to send me digital codes to, to, to download them or buy them, then, then we'll see. But at this point, I, I just, you know, I, I just can't believe it. Yeah, why would you? I, yeah. I mean, yeah. obviously. Yeah, obviously. I just, you know, don't believe that shit. So, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I had to get that out there because it was just, just kind of weird. I was like, you, you hit me up, you were like, yeah, yeah, so I don't have a P- I, I, what was it? I was, oh, I got codes for the new Black Ops game for, mm-hmm. uh, for the beta for, it was for PS4, and I was like, hey, man, you're like the only person I know that really, you know, has a PS4, I think uh, Justin does too, I was like, oh, you want this? He was like, hey, man, I don't have my PS4 no more, and I was like, what the fuck happened? Like, was hey, I man. gone that long? <laughs> hey, dog, I saw a 4K TV for $350, and at the same time, GameStop was doing this trade-in offer where you had a hundred and fifty percent trade-in bonus. So I mean, you can't, I mean, you can't, I mean, <laughs> I got my Xbox One X. Like I'm gonna tell people all the time, like, oh, dude, like I am not beholden to any of these things. Like I'm gonna get what, like, and now I got both, so now I really don't care. So now at this point, if I got both machines, 
No, I really now 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 you me. Remember how I used to be like, I I just don't care. Yeah, I don't care. Like the games that require me to play with friends, I'm gonna play on my Xbox One. Like I'm I'm gonna get uh that Red Dead Redemption Two on my Xbox One, nigga. Cause we posseing up. We riding. We we riding out. We do that with the zombie joint. We used to get the zombie joint. We used to play all together. So now, now they're basically turning Red Dead Redemption into Xbox, uh, into GTA Online. I'm like, <laughs> bro, did you hear some of the details of that? Because you know that is gave uh, reporters like a two hour uh, preview, bro. They said that the detail was so detailed. Like you know, you go into a shop and you have to, uh, you know, like, like get your haircut or whatever. Mm-hmm. Well, if your hair, it only cuts as much hair as you have. So you and you have to grow your beard out in order to get like a different type of haircut. Like it's it's wild shit like that. Oh, listen, cause look, I'm I'm playing on. Uh, once I heard they're doing a Red Dead Redemption Online, I'm like, yo, I'm not falling off like I did with GTA Online. Cause now I want to play GTA Online, but I'm too far behind. I can't get it back into that shit. Right. I'm right. I'm starting day one with when when they bring G because I think Red Dead Redemption comes out next month, but then online starts in November, and I don't want to hear any of that shit from people going when online drops and it's buggy. I'm I'm just gonna point to GTA Online and be like, yeah, remember, just like GTA Online was buggy at first, but oh. like eight years later, it's still going strong. Fuck that shit. Think about it. At this point, Rockstar is like a online services company. Mm-hmm. Like GTA Five has been out for. Um, five years yeah so like they think about all the stuff they've learned five years still going strong bro this shit is about to be wild like it's gonna be so much content when you first get in and the they said the story itself is like 70 hours right i can't wait i'm i cannot wait i am very excited and then if we just talking gaming news, Nintendo decided, oh yeah, we want to be a gaming company as well. <laughs> they put out a bunch of new stuff, and I was just like, oh, Nintendo, you have my attention as well now. So, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, I still haven't gotten the new Tomb Raider yet, so it's just like, Bruh, I, I picked it up. I, I have not even put it in my damn Xbox. Like, it was, I got it on sale for, bro. They giving these discs away now. <laughs> I got it for like thirty five dollars. I was God like, damn. okay. God damn. Oh man! All right. Well, enough gaming talk. Let's get into some uh, more serious, uh, serious news. And um, we're got it with, out the way. I got my quota out the way. We're you, good. You, you're getting the quota out of the way. Um, starting with what I'm calling the blue check wars. The white supremacy strikes black. Um, thanks so <laughs> for that. Yeah. We should get the get the music going. You know, got to get to the mood for it. You know. Is a period of civil civil war on Black Twitter. Rebels from an unverified Twitter account have won their first victory against the evil Blavity Blacks. Blue check marks. During several during the battle, several blue check marks managed to completely undermine their positions on blackness, making themselves look like complete fools, sensing weakness in their enemy circle. I can't. I can't with you right now. I can't right now. No. <laughs> you know, no, so, sir. So you don't know what happened, right? I have no idea. I've been seeing this like blue check war shit. Like more than it's like I saw you post about it, and then I started investigating, and I was like, "Oh boy, I I don't have the time today." So I, I want to <laughs> say that the tweet that came out was it was from this guy. He's DJ Chub Chub E Swag on 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 Twitter. So yeah, I saw that. I saw that tweet. Right. So and I think I think his tweet. I can't remember if it came out like his first tweet might have come out like Thursday night, right? 
I think I saw it Friday morning was just like, mm, this is not going to go right. This is going to go bad. Right. And, and he, it was a simple question. He was just like, he was like, you know, why is, you know, why is a white woman curating the hip hop museum at the African-American uh, history museum? Right. It is, it, it, it's like, it shouldn't have been a big deal. Right. And dude is like, he don't even have like a lot of followers like that. So it's not even like he should have gotten like a big deal. Right. But bruh, the yeah, responses from some people. I heard a guy, it turned into the wild, wild west very quickly. Nigga, it, it, it just, none of it made any sense. Let me see. I'm trying to see if I can find my, I'm trying to see if I can find my phone because I had some of the stuff on my phone. But um, yeah, the, it, it just, it, it got to the point where, so. Let me see if I can like, find it. Got it. to the point where niggas was yelling at each other on the Oh, internet. no, 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 no. So I saw it that morning, and the first thing that happened was a lot of people came to, because I think the woman's name is, oh, what is her name? It is Timothy and, oh, I can't remember what her, her last name is. It, it doesn't even matter, because at this point, the argument isn't about her anymore. Mm-hmm. But, like, so on its face value, it's a valid question. It's like, okay, why is a white woman being a curator? And, and again, I don't even at this point know if, I think it's like a team of curators. So it's not even like she's the only curator and she's in charge of the thing. I think it's a team of them and like most other people are black. So it, again, it could have been a simple like, well, she's not the only curator. It could have been a simple thing, right? Right. Dog. This is the tweet that April Ryan responded to his tweet with, his, his first thing from. She says, in quotes, hire from within. Cool. Let's talk that through. Who would you suggest? Who had the same skill set that would be better in this position? Did they apply? Because the job was open to everyone. Name some names. Be specific. April is the the creator of Oscars So White. What she tweeted to this dude is literally the shit that would be said to her about wanting to diversify the Oscars. Yeah, that's not what were you? That's that's a lot. Well, and it's the thing, like. People forget. I don't know if they forget that they have large social media followings or something like why it just doesn't make any sense that you would come out on 10 about like I get the question might be silly to some people. I mean, some people might find it valid. I don't care either way to me, Um, but it's just like, why would you come out on 10 on this dude for no reason? Like he was just asking a question. I don't. It's a bold strategy, Cotton. Let's see if it pays off for him. Mm. I, I just bold strategy. I I I, I wouldn't have done it. <laughs> I, I I just because so, for the record, Chris, you can go on ten when you want to. No, I can go like, on ten when I want to, yeah, but it's like here's but the thing: you never like hit nobody well, like that. Nothing that hypocritical. It's like, yo, are you seriously asking why he would like you would do this normally? Like this is normally the thing. This is what actually. Be honest here. This is what got you the blue check. This is what got you. This 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 is your business now. Your business is basically calling out white people for being in black spaces, and so all of a sudden now somebody else does it, and now you have a problem, and you're literally using the like the words he like. What got me was the words he said are literally the words that would be used that that that, that she would she would meet when somebody went at her right like. Right. Hire from within? Was there anybody qualified? Did anybody even apply? Like, those are the things that people would say when you bring up the facts of, hey, you know, hire a black director. Or, hey, you know, there should be more black, black people in the Oscars and the Academy Awards. And, they, and they'd be like, well, is anybody qualified? Like, 
really? You're trying to say there was nobody qualified enough? And right. it's just, because I'm, I'm with you. Like, honestly, I saw the original tweet, and I was just like, honestly? And I saw, I saw people were reacting to him and basically trying to shut him down. And I was like, ooh, that's not going to go well. At the same time, going to be honest, I don't care. Because yep, I don't, don't care. I, I don't, I don't, right. I, I didn't. At this point, I was like, "There's so much other shit going on," and this is not me saying that it's not an important topic. It's not me saying that there isn't, and there, there aren't people there that do care. My thing was, it's like I was like, mm, "This is going to be an argument. It's going to turn into a really big thing," and I don't care. Yep. You know, it's just like, and, and you know, so what? And what I'm going to do is, I'm not going to talk. I'm not going. I'm not even going to address it. I'm not even going. I'm not going to even insert myself into that because it's going to be a big mess. It was just like the um thing over the actress who. uh they cast to be Harriet Tubman. It's like, oh, no, there are valid points on both sides. And since I don't really give a shit either way, I'm just going to stay out of it. I'm not going to say yeah. shit because more people need to learn to fucking do. Yo, right? the art of silence is. Oof. It's so freeing. Once you learn to just shut the fuck up, sometimes it's like, yep, I, I've saved myself about five hours worth of stress. And, and, and then what ends up happening is it becomes a predictable because I was like. I saw that I was just like I saw it in the morning I was like mm, this is gonna blow up. By the time I got home from work, I'm looking at Twitter and it had completely blown up. And it got to the point where it's it's. So I see two things. One, like the original person who asked the question, I I, I think that he was forced to apologize at one point. And since then, he had deleted his apology, which he should have because oh. he he never should have had to apologize for asking a legit question that. I believe that somebody made him fucking apologize. I mean, it was. I mean, guys. So it is a legit question. It's like the African American History Museum, and you have a white curator for hip hop, and hip hop is culture. So I can kind of see why. I mean, it doesn't take away any, anything from from this woman's. Uh, apparently, she's she's very knowledgeable. She's she's highly qualified, and this is what she does. And yeah, so which it, is fine. Like right, and I'm not even going to go to side so far as the other people on the side, which I'll get to. Are basically saying that she should she should have removed herself and never taken the position. I'm like, ah, okay, I don't. I don't know about that, <laughs> right? Yeah, Especially okay. if this is a team of people. Because of them, too. So so already, and this, this, this to me is so indicative of, of, of Twitter arguments, already the facts weren't already all there. Because people were saying she's a curator, like she's the only person in charge of this. And I'm like, and other people were like, well, no, it's a team of people, and most of them are black on the team. And so exactly. I'm now I'm like, so now I'm like, okay, so now we're not arguing whether a white person should be the, the, the sole curator for all black culture, which I think all of us can say is no. Now the question is, should a white person even have any kind of role in that? Which, again, maybe it's not a black and white answer of yes or no, but we can have the discussion, but what happens is because of the way this was treated, you can't even have that discussion now. We right. can't have the discussion of, you know, you know, can is there a, a role for a white person to be in this and be on this team? Is there a is there a role um, I mean, what, what are the obstacles for getting more black people into this field and doing this? What were, what were even the, what was the, the, the holding the, the, the museum accountable for how they even went about finding somebody for the position, right? So, like, we couldn't even have that conversation because people immediately went into one defending this white woman and then other people came in who also, I'm gonna be honest here, didn't probably care either because it's not like this is the first time this has come out. Um, but you saw that as an opportunity to then attack the people that had the blue checks, which, again, not saying they weren't wrong for attacking them, but it's like when people attack Lovey, it's like at that point, at some point, it was like, it's not about what she said. It's just like, you just don't like her. Exactly. Yep. That's like the whole, like my boy, um, uh, Feek always talks about, uh, you know, like the Twitter mob and, you know, like 
the hashtag, you know, canceling shit. And like, I'll be having to tell them like, look, dog, it's only about people liking each other in the, in the end. If you're popular enough, you will be good. If you are not, then you will be like pushed to the back. Like, That's just how yeah. it goes. Like some, some of the responses were really, like I said, I've read, I've read April's one. Other people came in like Simone D. Sanders, who mostly talks about like, she's on TV talking about like, I'm like, like this is an election. For uh, which call it? Like CNN or, uh, like that. Yeah, it's like go talk about elections. Like, wow. Go go, mean... go do election. Why are you? She came out and she made it seem like this dude was like slandering her friend. I'm like, he didn't slander. He basically said she's a white woman who's doing a curator for hip hop. Like, why is she? Uh, you know, are we? He basically was like, yo, are we okay to do this? Like, how did this happen? That's not slandering her. It's just stating what the facts are. Right. Ninth Wonder came in with probably the dumbest like thing ever. But basically, like you can't get basically you can't get ahead in hip hop without white people. You know, we have white they're, they're white owned radio stations stuff like that. So why can't white people? All, I'm like, bro, that's your answer. The best, the best. That is the that's worst. Nice. That is the worst. That's the, that's almost a worse take than April. Like, what are you guys doing here? Like, it, it, that's it, the it, take. It, 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 whoa! It just like, dude, are you serious? Let me see if I can actually find exactly what he said because it was you bad. Ninth, like, doesn't he teach like somewhere? Like, ninth is not stupid. Like that's weird that he would. Our yeah, goodness, goodness, goodness. Here it is. He says, "Y'all, y'all are really in 2018 challenging white involvement in our culture when a majority of you need that very white validation from white-owned radio stations and white-owned networks to say you even like a black artist. Go to sleep. Like that's your take. Wait, what? That's your take. Wow. That's so the, he- like." So it's it's black people's fault. Like, are you are you fucking serious right now? That's the dumbest take I've ever heard in my life. Right? It's like that doesn't make any fucking sense. So so but and again like again so uh, you know not saying that these people didn't bring this dragon on themselves because they they did for being hypocritical and just saying dumb shit like that. But then again, when you start getting to the thing, then people start going to the oh these people do it for black uh, for blue checks and they're doing it just because they're they're making money off of blackness and they don't even like black people. And I'm just like. Now I'm just getting like, and again, some of it's true, but it just becomes a broad brush where it's just like, you guys just don't like these people making money off right. of anything. You, you, it goes back to the idea that you're, if you're an, uh, an activist or you're fighting for any kind of cause for blackness, you kind of also have to struggle and, 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 and be that way too. It's just like, it, it, it just, which is why, like, it's so interesting that you say that, bro, because like, Think about how hard we used to go when we, like, personally, when I was younger, I used to go super hard on, like, Jesse Jackson and, like, uh, Al Sharpton and them. Because I was like, man, they all about that money. I see why they're like this now. You know what I'm saying? Like, they got to be that way. They got to protect themselves. They can't just do everything for fucking free. I mean, look, you see that we see the toll every, every week of what activists go through mentally and like between suicides and just it's like, like at some point you can't really be mad at black people are just like yeah i ain't trying to i'm trying to try do that you know but at the same time like there's a balance right there's a balance of people having to be genuine and not being i mean this is just so hypocritical like some of the things some of the, the charge i would see lobbed to these people i'm like all right cool like that's kind of bullshit you guys just don't like them but here I'm just like, well, no, you guys definitely deserve it. Like, I'm in the middle. Like, you guys definitely deserve this dragon because this shit don't make no fucking sense. Dude, like, ask a legit question. You guys have gone out of your way 
to try to embarrass him to the point that he had to give an apology that he didn't need to apologize for because you guys have done this. You have literally added people going, you're white, you shouldn't have this, this right, and then somebody else does it. Like, you're the gatekeeper in, in, in being able to do that. Like, because he's not you, and he did it first, and that you somehow know this person, he's wrong. It's like, it's bullshit. But, like I said, the, 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 to me, these, these blue check wars, I call them, and I've been seeing them called, is like people, it's a combination of two things, right? And the, the first to me is that, we kind of mentioned already, <clears throat> you know, um, some people can be frauds. <laughs> I mean, real. <laughs> I mean, let's keep it real. Like, Jamie from Black Girl Nerds was a fraud and is a fraud. Ooh, 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 we get, we getting spicy. I mean, like, at this point, it doesn't matter because like nobody gets canceled and it just doesn't fucking matter at this point, right? At this point, if hearing that me say that upset you enough that you don't want to listen to me or you're gonna run back and be mad at it, like we have the proof. Like it's it's not me making up things. It's not me, you know. I used to get called a hater sometimes. When I tell people that I didn't like her and I got a bad vibe from her, and people would be like, "Oh, well, you're just hating black women." I'm like. No, I hate the fact that she's a fraud. Like, it's very, very clear. And here you go. Like, you have her out here going to TIFF. You know, she was just there interviewing people. She's still on the Black Girl Nerd site, even though she made that public thing saying that she's separate in ways. She's no longer going to be the, 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 uh, the editor-in-chief of Black Girl Nerds. She still is. Her name and face is still on the Patreon. So as far as we know, the money's still going to her. Like, nothing changed. She was a part of a massive failure in Universal Camp Ancon where the black community, uh, the, the disabled community, people of color community came out and supported this event only to have their money taken from them, leaving a lot of people stranded, leaving a lot of people without money, leaving a lot of people in, in dire financial straits. And Jamie, Rob, and everybody else who was involved in it hasn't done shit. At the very least, Rob and them have at least had the, the decency to kind of step away and not say shit, right? Are, are they, though? Because I think oh, I've seen, yeah, we'll, maybe, yeah. maybe he is. Has, has he been out there? I saw him I, on Instagram. He I, he got yeah, off I'm of Twitter. Sure, yeah, I was pretty sure I saw him back on Instagram at least. Yeah, he went back on Instagram to say some shit, right? But at least they're not on the same place. Like Jamie will do shit on Facebook and fucking same like like it never happened. And I'm just like, that's where. I, so I, I, on one hand, I can definitely see why people are like anybody who gets a blue check is, is a fraud. This is a community. These are people that put together. Like a successful Kickstarter for fifty-seven thousand dollars, blew through that. Blew through it, bro. Had to cancel a, a convention, and since then have made no real attempt to rectify that with the community that they were part of. What what what, what Jamie did was spin it into the idea of, and she she pulled a PR move, which is she says something knowing that the two uh, other dudes didn't, to basically say that at least I'm taking responsibility, even though she wasn't. And, and then people go, oh, see, you know, you guys aren't going to blame her. She literally, at this point, oh, wait, do I still have this? Hold on. Because mm. let me, I believe on her, uh, I believe on, on uh, whatchamacallit, on Black Girl Nerd, she still lists uh, Universal Fan Con. Are you serious? Wow. Yeah. Most recently, Jamie success, uh, completed a successful Kickstarter campaign to create Universal Fan Con, a multi-fandom con dedicated to inclusion, highlighting women, LGBTQ, people of color, and the disabled. Fan Con will debut April 27th to 29th 
on 2018. She is a manager, managing partner of with the company The Black Geeks. She is a managing partner partner with the company The Black Geeks. Oh, uh, she actually has it written down twice. And on February 1st, 2016, 17, she launched a podcast. Yeah. She still has that. That is still on the Black Girl on her site. That's wild. So, That's wild. so, so I get why some people are like, these people are frauds. They're literally only, they're not really, because when it comes time to actually doing things for the actual community, they're not doing it for the community. They're doing it for themselves. Like, you know, and, and if you're doing it just for a clout, if you're doing it just for access, when it comes time to actually take a stand, and be actually correct, you're not doing that. I used to bring up all the time, like, well, I'll say it now. There were times, like, remember when she used to do the whole hip hop appropriation color, uh, covers and go to shit about, you know, Marvel this, Marvel that? Now, I remember no. when we were in, I, yo, I'll never forget that, wasn't last year, year before last, we were in the Hall H, and, and um, we were in Hall H. And I, I brought this up before, I never said it was, it was Jamie. It was Jamie and her people screaming in my ear about Marvel. Oh, oh, they loved everything they saw, and then you come back and it's like lukewarm review. And I'm like, that's not how you were reacting. In in the you were you were just a big fan. You were you were just happy to fucking be there. But then all of a sudden, it's a different it's a different thing. It's it's like um, and it's not this is not just a black thing. Uh, Grace Randolph from Beyond uh, Rudolph Randolph, whatever the fuck name is from Beyond the Trailer. That I'm white, sorry, that white I don't lady. slander people, but I despise her, bruh. Her like, entire I, stick is basically has been to cater to. Um, the anti Star Wars, anti SJW crowd. Now, when she realized that that could that could get her more views on YouTube, that is what she does now. So now, at this point, she has gone as far as just literally making shit up. Like she has made shit up about like Kathleen Kennedy leaving since she had a source. There was no fucking source. Kathleen Kennedy's not fucking leaving Lucasfilms. You mean it didn't matter? The one, the one that was handpicked by George Lucas is leaving Lucasfilms. Come on, dog. So, like, I I understand where some people, because there is no, I mean, let's be honest, this is a come up for some people. Yeah. This this, this is a come up. Rightfully so, because they're, like, they're in to it for the right reasons, right? Well, it, it, I think it depends, right? It's it's one thing when, when, okay, let me change that up, because it's like, I'm about to use April as an example, and I don't want to, like, this is not about me trying to come down on her, right? But, like, the whole thing was Oscar so white. That was a hashtag. It blew up. It became a thing from it, right? It, it just, I don't think that was always the plan. Right. It wasn't right. like she built a community about that kind of thing. It became a hashtag. It blew up. And then she built something on top of that. So when you do that, it kind of gets hard to kind of maintain that thing. And I think that's what happened here. It's like, this is her, somebody she knows, and so she took this thing, not realizing that she was literally saying the same thing that other people did to her before. Like, it, right. it, it was completely stupid. But if you weren't thinking, if that's not, if it wasn't coming from a genuine place, and you're trying to maintain, because now you have access, now you have to maintain that access. And yeah. it, you do that by getting your, I mean, you get to do that by continuing to do what you, what got you there, right? You know? But if it's, like, but if, but then if it also, but what if it hits, what if it bumps heads? Cause again, what if it bumps heads with people that got you into the, and it, that got you that access, right? That, at, How, at that point, it's cutthroat, right? Like that you gotta, you gotta do what you gotta, you gotta do what you gotta do to keep your access, right? Like that's how these people think, right? That's what it should be. But I don't know if a lot of people are willing to do that. So for instance, like I'll use our, uh, us as an example. Look, 
we're an independent media company. We get access to something. So how how do I react if I'm gonna if I watch a movie? Like, well, how would I react if I was had to interview Shane Black? Mm, yeah. Luckily, I haven't had to go down this route yet. But something I have to think about. It's like, yo, yo, the, the Predator's fucking terrible. So how do I interview a guy when the movie's terrible and still be able to address that? You know, it's like when I had to make certain decisions. Like when we interview the cast of The Killing Joke and the creators of yeah, The Killing Joke. I didn't bring that up. And and I didn't know what had happened at the the panel beforehand. When I found out what happened at the panel beforehand, because we couldn't ask, I was like, yo, I can't put this shit up. Right. I can't. Right. I, I can't put this shit up because. I, like they, I, I didn't get the opportunity to ad- to address or talk about any of the shit they did before. Like it's, it's hard. It's it's not easy, and so it's it becomes very very easy for these people to one be frauds, be complete frauds, or two maybe not a fraud. Maybe you're just because we're human, hypocritical, right? So when yeah. you're in, so you have those two things are, that that usually ends up falling into either you're a fraud. Or you're hypocritical. And most of us fall in the hypocritical route. Like, I admit, I'm, I'm hypocritical. I have to be. I have to, make, I have to make judgment calls and decisions on when I'm going to be upset about something and when I'm not. Like I said, if, if, if I make the decision that I'm not going to watch a film made by, produced by, starring by, or having anybody that's abusive to women in there, I don't watch and review any kind of fucking movie at all. Right? So we always have to make, we always have to make, look at yourself and figure out what that is. All of us are hypocritical. So you get the first thing. The second thing that plays into this is, I couldn't find a better word for this. I'm saying jealousy, that comes with a, such a negative connotation, should be. But that's the correct, but that's the correct term. Right. right. It's, 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 but I, I don't want it to be as harsh, because I, I feel like envy was a little bit harsher. But there's a bunch of people that I think see other people get ahead in... You don't like that person either by you just don't like their somebody you just don't like the person's face. Maybe you don't like something they did. Maybe you have a personal beef with them, you know, or whatever the reason is, you don't like that person and you see them getting ahead. You're and going you're, to feel some kind of way. Right. Right. Yeah. I me and me and me and Fino have these conversations all the time when we're doing all this work and then we see somebody else getting something we didn't get and we're like, how the fuck? How the fuck did it happen? How? This person doesn't do what we do. They don't even try. How are they? We see all the time when we're in, in press rooms, it's like, person's on the fucking press line with a goddamn iPhone doing a, a one-on-one interview. And we're like, how? You know, just be, just be sitting there like they don't, like, they don't take it serious. Like, yeah, I'm in the same way. And, and. I'm like, what are you doing with that, recording that on your phone? And, and that's why I was looking for a different word, because jealousy makes it seem like it's just so, it's, it, it makes it seem like it's so negative, but. Like, I don't think it's necessarily wrong to look at somebody else and think that they didn't deserve to be there and you should and be upset at that. Like, I think that can be like, sometimes that's a, that's a, that's a negative thing. But when you look, I mean, like, honestly, sometimes I look at, you know, I look at some, some white people get some shit and I'm like, yo, how the, you, you are terrible at what you do. How are you able to get this? How are you here? How, what do I have to do to get to what, what the fuck? You know, you have some people that hasn't that feel like they have like, in a lot of cases with these things is somebody's like, I have more integrity than these people. You know, these people don't have integrity and look and how are they doing this? How are they getting they're selling they're selling out? And 
when you add into that, even if you don't care about the topic at hand, now you see them picking on somebody else and you're like, oh, fuck, this is my time to go in on them. Right. It's like, well, I was, I was waiting anyway. Might as well do it now. Get out the way. Look, I'm not going to lie. I didn't shed any fucking tears when Jamie and them fell. I was like, it's a long time coming, yo. You know what I mean? I'm not going to pile on, but at the same time, it's like, kind of had that shit coming. It, 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 it was there, right? And let's, let's be real. They didn't fucking fall. Well, like, well, well, that comes, that's the third thing, right? None of this fucking matters because in a couple months, a couple weeks, everything goes, everything gets reset and everything goes back to normal. These people aren't going to fall. People aren't going to, like, somebody was like, I just, someone was like, yo, this whole thing was a mess. I just wish they're never going to apologize for it, though. And I was like, oh, they don't yeah, have yeah. to. Nope. They don't have to admit they were wrong. They don't have to say that they, they jump out of their pocket. They don't have to say they were, they don't have to apologize. And if they, and when they do finally, you're going to come, because one person did, and I was read the apology, and I was like, this feels like PR. It feels like a PR statement where you, you were wrong and you're just saying this now because you realize how bad it looks now. And so what do you do? And so at this point, like, that's what Twitter has become at this point, where you have, if somebody gets ahead, it's, there's a bunch of other people waiting for them to fall because at some point they have, they have messed up. You've either right. said something, done something, maybe they just pissed somebody off personally it just it just what it is and i i just and and so here like there was clearly i, I saw a lot of these people that jumped on this dude they were wrong and it could have yeah. just it could have it could have it could have it could have stayed at like a two it jumped to a 10 when everybody was like oh no this is the time to date on these bougie black people this is the time and all these black people are doing this all these, and i'm just like now it's just like this is now at this point Everybody's venting up a movie they don't even like. Right. And this is all like, just a fucking mess. The topic has been lost a yeah. long time ago. Yeah. Like somebody pointed out, a lot of people pointed out, yo, the, the white woman that was, in, that, that, that was in the center of all this never said a word. Nope. And just became a bunch of black people arguing back and forth amongst each other. Smart you know? woman. That's fucking way. Right. I, I just, like I said, I, I don't know, man. I, I just, I, like I said, I, I, I can't. I, I, I couldn't, like, when I saw that tweet from April, I'm like, yo, like, that's wrong as shit. Like, you literally did the same thing. You started a hashtag that got you, uh, you know, a higher profile, got you new, new opportunities, new access to jobs. You launched it, I think it was at one point, she, she, I, don't, I think they're still launching, it was a thing to help, um, I think, like, black filmmakers, black screenwriters find each other. So, like, you're doing all these things because of that the same thing this dude just did asking that one question and saying that one thing and driving it. And now you've turned it into a business. And I don't want to say it's not genuine, but when you make that a business, you have to then make it a bit, you have to then make sure that you're going to be that way all the time. doesn't matter if it's your friend or not. Honestly, could have, I would have sat this one out. I would have pretended like I didn't even see the tweet. Wouldn't right. have said a word, but then people jumped, you jumped in on it. And now you're a huge ass hypocrite that has undermined everything else you've done. Cause now people are gone to the idea. I, I'm sorry. It's already seen people going, Oh, their whole thing about diversity is a lie. They just want to substitute for the white man. I'm like, no, no, no. The author. So white work was good work. Like, let's not sit there and pretend yeah, like that wasn't good was, work. Let's, yeah, like, let's not. Yeah. That's not. That was good and necessary work. 
but like what she's doing here is clearly wrong. Like there is no nuanced discussion at this point because now it's just people we're going to, you know, everybody goes down. Like you, everything you've done is, is, is terrible and down. And yeah, I don't know. Like it's, like I said before, it's just disheartening, dog. Like, it's like we have an opportunity to, um, like, not necessarily even get ahead, but, like, just have an opportunity to have a civil conversation, right? Like, the, the question was a valid question. You know, like, let's have a conversation. It really didn't have to get the way that all, it did. It, it just always did. just fucking devolves, bro, every single time. Like, I, I, and I, I, and it was so predictable. I saw it, and I was just like, oh, I just. I don't, you didn't need to do that. Like, you didn't need to get to that point. Like, I don't understand. Like, I saw it and I wanted to be upset. Like, how did we get here? And I was like, I know exactly how we got here. Nobody wanted to admit they were wrong. And everybody went to a thousand right off the bat. And as soon as you go there, it's over. Like, it's no talking anybody down. Once you, right. like, once, because Twitter, A, is our, our, always a powder keg, right? Like, it's always on t- 10. It, at any given time. It was just so funny because we then turned it to uh, the dude's original tone. And I was like, you're now tone policing him for calling out a white yeah. woman being a like guys, guys, come like that. I was just I wouldn't be like, yo, that's not the move. That's gonna it's gonna backfire. And it did, and now you get this big ass argument. I'm just like, at some point I'm like, I think all you guys want to do is argue. Right. Yeah, because man. Because again, let's be honest here, again, nothing will come from this. Nothing will two. come from this. Nobody's gonna. Nobody's gonna have a big fall. Right. Yeah. In two weeks, nobody. Everybody's gonna forget about this shit. We we'll go back to the. We'll go back to the thing. People will go back to you know doing whatever they were doing before and 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 getting whatever they were getting. And 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 that'll be it. And and nothing. Nothing. Nothing's changed. Nothing is actually. You know. Um, yeah. It. It just. I don't know. It. It's why I've kind of stepped, taken a step back from, from Twitter. Because the other thing too is, it's like I had, to, I was having this this conversation too. It was then on Facebook, the whole thing. I saw somebody um put a post up about basically saying, "Hey guys, we shouldn't use seeing men defend the using the word females to describe women is just ridiculous." There's just a bunch of men getting into the thing. What are you talking about? Well, how are you saying? How are you going to say that saying females is like saying a white person saying the n word? That's not even the same, bro. I'm like. It's the, how so you, dense, so how you, like unwilling to change, right? Like it, it just—if somebody tells you it's offensive, guess what? It's probably fucking offensive. You have every woman comes into the thread into other threads saying that it's offensive, and you're like, "I'm not going to change." It's like, so what, what's the what's the fucking point anymore? And like, you're not going to be canceled. People are still going to be friends with you. It's like nothing changes. Like it's honestly that to me where is where I take take my step back. I'm like, it's all hopeless. Well, it's not even hopeless. It's just that it won't get changed in our lifetime, right? Like, you're starting to see the ends of what, like, our parents started to see. Mm-hmm. You know, oh, it's like, well, the shit is going to be better for the next generation, but uh, we might be fucked up for a little bit. You know, like, that, and that's, that's how I'm seeing it. Like, I stay off social media. Uh, my life has improved so much since I've, you know, like, kind of, Took a little break from social media, dog, and I don't know if I'm gonna come back in the same way, man. Like, I, I think I'm good. I know life's fucked up. I don't need everybody telling us that every five seconds. Right. It, well, dude, listen. 
I told you before that one of the reasons why I was, it was taking me so long to get some things done because I had more responsibilities at work and doing all the stuff for work. And I was like, yeah, it's, you know, it kind of sucks sometimes to give me all this stuff, to, you know, weird, all give me all this work to do at work. But I was right. like, the one thing that right. it, it, it's helped is like, I can't be on Twitter as much. And I yep. can't be on Facebook as much. And I'm like, yo, that helps so much because I can get other things done. And I can actually be one of those, I can be like, huh, I didn't hear that. Huh, there's a, right. like, I miss, I miss the whole lovey, you know, uh, you know, African woman cast as, as Harry oh, Tubman thing. Yeah. I miss, I miss that entire thing. Like I saw it like in passing, but I miss like the, you know, as people call it, the sporty awards. And I was just like, I was just like, mm, I, I, I'm okay. Like I didn't, I didn't see it. I didn't have to deal with it. And my life is better for it. And that's what it came on with this thing. I was like, yo, like, People to this day, I'm still seeing people talk about this, still going through this. And I'm like, nothing from this is going to come. Yeah, no. I mean, they, I mean, people can argue about it. It'll probably be over by the time this fucking uh, show is over. To be honest, because it'll be something new out. Yeah, that, that's just that's your goals. Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah. It's it's, it's like you said. There's a bunch of. People, well, the other thing too is now people are creating hashtags hoping one of them will catch you on. Like it's just like it's all very just like performative. Also, it's too, I'm like, because I'm, yeah, I'm like, I'm like, okay, you guys are mad because you know, and understandable, you know, Oscar's white and she's using that and she kind of did this thing, but now you're kind of doing making your own hashtags hoping that they get caught up so that you can then like it's it's all just a big it's, I, you know what it is. In high school, I was one because I was on the basketball team, I was on the drill team, I was on this stuff like. I wouldn't call myself popular, but I was like popular adjacent, where I understood where the popular people come from, but I could still kind of avoid like popular people problems. Like I didn't have to de- worry about things like, um, you know, uh, somebody, you know, you, your girlfriend getting mad at you because you, you were talking to some of the wrong person or, you know, you're in this group and this group. I, I can move between different groups. I can move between the basketball team group, the, the nerd groups with the, the, computers, the computer science group and things like that. Like I, I had that freedom. That's where I kind of feel like I'm on Twitter, like where I don't like I none of these controversies directly touch me. I see right. them and I look at them. And I'm like, yo, is that what you guys is, is? This is what you guys do all day. Yeah, pretty much. That's, like, it, I'm in the same boat where it's like I can pretty much hang out with anybody. So I don't get a chance to like be around one set group of people where they bugging out. Like, like as soon as we go, I'm on to the next. Like the right? main people in both of these groups that were having the, 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 this this big argument, right? None of those groups fuck with me because <laughs> I don't fuck with them because they're, they're both too extreme for me, right? They're both way too extreme. Like you, uh, some of the people on the on, on, on the on the left side, I'm like, okay, you guys are trying way too hard to 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 turn to to, to profit off a of culture. It's like that. It's like that thing where it's like I don't like using hashtags that are like, oh, you know, like. Again, when using black girl nurse uh, examples, like they were trying too hard to make some of those those hashtags stick, and when they took them thrones and it's like, yo, hot fire star in them and and, and rotting them, that's their joint. And they try to take it like they made it a hot thing, and they try to make it. What was what was the joint they turned it to? It was um um them. No, it wasn't. It was uh oh oh. It was a uh, dim thrones. Dim thrones. No, dim thrones was the 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 good one. They changed when they were like when when the whole oh, thing was that, that flash that it that, was it was something that, like it was that 
it, 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 it was they, something they weird. Debt and them for everything at a certain right, point. and it was just like, and you're just like, okay, that doesn't work. One, yeah. two, you're trying too hard. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, was, you know, it was yeah, just like you're trying. You're, you're, it doesn't feel natural, and it feels like you're trying to get something to to stick to to then get the social. Like it, it, it's like it's, so that's that one side. And the other side is like the super radical side that just hates me because I'm just like, yeah, that's not practical. Like, like it's just like, like it's like you know, it's like guys, like yeah, I'm voting for Hillary Clinton in 2016. Why? Because you're a coon. It's like no, because it's like it's Trump or somebody else. I just, I don't. I'm sorry. I, I'm, I, I'm not that radical. So it's like I'm in between both of those groups. So both groups don't really like me either way. And I'm just like, yeah, I. You guys have fun with that. Like you guys are always gonna go back and forth with each other. I'm gonna sit here in the middle and just don't care. <laughs> you know. Like- that's what you need to do. Back away, sir. Like I said, it was just back away. It's just one of those things that was. I, I found it again. wasn't even going to be on the topic until I saw how much it it blew up yesterday. Boy, it got to you so quick, boy. I tell you, because he was like, no, 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 no. We got to talk about this. Well, because dog, it was on every. It was everywhere. Like I would go down my timeline, and then, but the, again, the going through when you start reading what the, what was originally said, like the the you know what it was it wasn't even the April show. It was it was Night Wonders. I was like, bro, are you serious? Is that your is that your response? You somehow think that that was going to, I what, what killed me was it was like you all thought that that was going to was, to, to yeah, calm things down. Movie. You thought that yeah. was going to calm things down. You thought that was going to be better. You you, you didn't really. Yeah. <laughs> Guys, we could probably have a talk about a couple things because <laughs> that definitely did not make things better. Hmm. So yeah, it, it just one of those things. I was just like, that was. Ugh. I don't know if that was. Uh, don't know if that was smart, yo. Don't know if that. Yeah, just. Hmm. We'll hmm. see in about four hours. Hmm. <laughs> we hmm. we will know very soon. And again, everybody was... go back to everybody go back to to what it was before and not worry about it. You know, it's just yeah. Like I said, people are gonna start throwing their apologies together, um, because they got to. But it's yeah. We'll see. Like, I, I'm not even sure people are going to apologize. Like, it'll just blow. I like, I, at this point, I, I don't see people, like, apologize anymore mm-hmm. for anything. So, like, I'm not, I wouldn't be shocked if, like, you don't catch an apology from anybody. Mm-mm. So. Mm-mm. Like, right now, people have got Ask Timothy as a, uh, as a hashtag going. <laughs> Somebody says, what rappers tub lifts up while the walls do what? Ask Timothy? Oh, no. Oh, no. uh huh. Uh, how many Mac 11s did Biggie have? Sorry, what were we smoking on the middle? Of, what were we smoking on in the middle of the barn? Oh, oh, god! Oh, my god! Like, here's the thing like, somebody, somebody, like, I, I, like, I, again, I get why people got so upset because again, it, and I, and I just can't believe that people are saying this kind of shit. I'm gonna read this what this person's saying. So Marcus K. Dowling says, "That being said, I'd much, much in capital letters prefer hip hop in the hands of a white woman from Wisconsin than well a black man from South Bronx. There's something about where we are with things now on multiple levels that makes this seem like a smarter, safer, and more comfortable gambit." What? what? Would you say that? Hey man, people didn't lost it, dog. They, they they didn't gave up, man. Like niggas didn't gave up, man. What? <laughs> they trying to make this bread any way possible. What? 
Like, how do you <laughs> what? They trying to make this money ASAP, sir. <laughs> Yo, I'm gonna read this again because I just can't believe he said this. This motherfucker don't even have a blue check. So I was like, I don't even know what are you even doing? That being said, I'd much prefer hip hop in the hands of a white woman from Wisconsin than well a black man from the South Bronx. There's something about where we are with things now on multiple levels that makes this a smarter, safer, and more comfortable gambit. A, so he'll never be going to the South Bronx, I imagine. Um, and then B, how you do that, bruh? What you doing, bruh? What you doing? <laughs> Come on, man. Is the money that good? Like, you trying to get the money that bad? Like, I don't know, man. I Chris, just, help me out with this, man. I don't I, understand people right now, man. Like, like I feel like I feel like all these dudes, all these people, got taking my body standards. Like, do you even hear yourself? Like, you can't. Like, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here's my other thing too. Like, again, going back to what we say about silence is just it is 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 it's golden. Like, you know, the art of silence. Um, why would you say that out in public? Like, even if in you're thinking, public. like, even if you're thinking it. Why you know would you how, say it? You know how much wild shit I I think about every day. That I'd literally never say. It's like, nope, God, nope. <laughs> this is not even like, where's the filter, dog? Where is it? Because these people lack it. Oh, so I found someone actually retweeted the, the thread. Yeah, so he has a whole thing about going in about using numbers. And then, so he has that. Um, uh, uh, so right after that, the tweet, the, the tweet I read, he says, "We need to build more bridges than walls right now." Stereotypically, for what looks to be a great percentage oh, oh, of wait. Smithsonian wait. visitors, hold up, hold up, hold up, Nick, hold up. I'm not done. Hold up, I'm not. Holy shit! A great percentage of Smithsonian visitors, a solely black perspective-led curation of hip hop culture might be problematic and misunderstood for many visitors. However, the person in question leading the curation has actually met and been vigorously co-signed by the literal crafters and arbiters and tape makers and once-in-a-lifetime superstars of the culture. Furthermore, those in charge of the National Museum of African American History and and Culture trust her vision. What? Wow. That's that's wild shit, man. Like, he started off with the whammy, though. Like, he was, he's like, we going all in from day one. Why, like, we, why would you say that out loud? Why would you say that out loud? You man said, fuck it. Let's go. Let's just get it all out the way now. Y'all know where I stand. <laughs> what? Like, what is wrong with these people? Like, why would you, why would you say that? It's such a terrible just, idea. Like, but you know what? Two weeks, it won't matter. Like, that's the thing. Like, as much as we laughing at this right now, this dude does it not It won't care. matter in two weeks. Because you know what? Somebody else agrees with him. That as well. Like, somebody agrees with that dude. You know, some, I'm, I'm guaranteeing he got a retweet. It ain't like his, he's, his retweets are bare. Right? Like, so. I just, I, I just don't. people man i I just i don't i don't understand like i don't 
Why would you do that? That's your blue check people, man. Like, I'm glad I ain't in blue check Twitter. Oh, dude, I'm, I'm, I don't want that. Like, people are like, I heard some of you hit me. I was like, oh, I'm surprised you don't have a blue check. I was like, I don't want that shit. Because people nah. see that shit and they immediately think that you're, you're different. And, they, and I'm like, yo, I'm just, I'd rather build MTR Network and do what we're doing now. I don't need, the blue check doesn't do anything. It really doesn't. But it makes people think that somehow you're selling out for the culture. And some people are, apparently are. But Bro, like, y'all got that check, and nigga, all he talks about is how bad it's been since he got that fucking check. Because, because the thing about Rod and Rod got his blue check not by trying to seek out the blue check. It just happened. He got right. the blue check when he was talking about, and honestly, he didn't get the blue check for or black guy tips. He got the blue check for um the Bernie the um was it um Bernie so black. That's where right. he got the blue check from. And he got the blue check so- shortly after that. And so, like, Rod, Rod is the same person he was before he got the check and after. But you can honestly say that some of these people who do, other people who get their blue checks, who, honestly, should they have blue checks? Like, depending on what you're trying to do here. It's like, it goes back to the same thing. Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't even want to dive into that. But it's like, some people have t- taken the look at the blue check as being, like, some kind of set of val- validation. And right. and yeah. so I, so that's where I can kind of see where again where this blue check war thing comes from. Where people are like you think you have more because apparently at some point like it got really bad. Like I didn't like this is me getting the tail end of this shit. Right? Apparently it got really bad where some people were basically told dudes like, "Who the fuck are you?" Oh wow! Right. And so it's like when you then start using your the fact that you have a blue check to basically say that this other person, you know, doesn't you know, so therefore they're a nobody. Like, mm, there are a lot of quote unquote nobodies, you know, with blue checks, and there's a lot of people that should have blue checks but don't. Right. Right. And so, like the and and right now, Twitter, I think you can't even submit to be a verified anymore anyway because they they took it offline because of the whole all right thing. So it's just like, I don't know, man. Like I, these people are fucking lost their goddamn minds, yo. Yeah, I'm looking, I'm still, like, I'm looking at it now, because I didn't really, like, have a good understanding beforehand, because, you know, we don't, we don't talk about this shit before, we just kind of do it. Right. And, and, wow. Wow, this shit is a lot. Like, I'm actually seeing everything now. This is wild, bro. This is... Yo, I can't believe, I can't believe people have made this work. I really can't. I mean, I can, because it's Twitter, but yeah, I Yeah, I'm about to say, why can't you? Like, come on, man. Like, it ain't hard. Like, it really ain't. Like, it's Twitter. That's why the fuck I stay away. I just, I don't. Like, remember 2006 Twitter when this shit was just fun? Well, because like, we were all fucking savages. Nobody gave a shit. Yeah, that that well, is very well, true. Well, well, it was also because nobody, everybody was themselves and not trying to be performative. At this point, everybody's performing something on Twitter. Because they They're, saw a few people blow up. And they're like, oh, well, I want that. And so now it's either you're performing because you're trying to maintain your status or you're performing because somebody else is performing and you're trying to bring their, you're performing to bring their performance down while elevating your performance. It's like, right. it's all fake. It's, it's all, it's all not genuine, which is why I, again, I like the community we have here because and I don't mind being small because like we get to do what we do. We talk about the stuff, dope stuff we get to talk about and have fun and that's it versus this other shit where it's like especially i don't know maybe if it wasn't maybe we weren't under trump right now maybe i'd feel differently 
but at this point, it's like there's so much other shit going. Like we spent so many weeks not talking about the crazy shit's going with Trump. Like I have not, I don't even want to get into the Kavanaugh thing right now and the, the crazy shit that Trump's been doing, where he's just been off the. You don't have to do it because now you got all this other shit going on. And I, part of me feels like, part of me feels like things got more. Things got more heated during Trump because yeah. I think like people are looking for other avenues to express their frustration. <clears throat> and, and I'm not saying that it's wrong. Cause again, clearly I, I want to make this very, very clear. Like these people are fucking wrong on this one. Like they, they were very, very wrong on some of the shit they're saying here, but it just, I don't know. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. It's just, it's coming off as just like, Things that nor like that nor- his that first tweet would normally have been ignored, right? Nobody would have given a shit. But everybody's like, "That's an opportunity. Let's get it." Well, but Let's even then, because because it got started with some people that like like again, it should it should never like. Why did April even care? Why did Simone D. Sanders? Why did Knife Wonder? Why did any of these people even raise a fucking voice to say anything? It's like you could have seen that shit and just not said anything, and it would have been like fine. And it wasn't like he was experienced. This is not like when like people would say, "Hey, will you get into your little Twitter wars?" Like I do that with people that are actual trolls. Like there was a guy yesterday trying to. There's a whole thing going on right now where people are trying to suggest that uh, Brie Larson is a bad pick for Captain Marvel, and we're like, she won a fucking Oscar for Best Actress, and it wasn't like it wasn't like a, a small win. Like everybody that year was like, "No, no, no, Brie Larson should win," because fuck yeah, she deserve the fuck out of that award. So now you got people trying to sit there and say, oh, we're, we don't like her as Captain Marvel because she's not a good actress and we're all like, go fuck you. Like, so that kind of stuff, it's like, that's one thing where you had these known trolls, right? This dude wasn't a known troll as far as I know. This is a dude who was literally just on some, yo, seriously, why is a white woman curating the hip hop? Yeah, that, why, he was why? asking a question. It's a, legit, it's a legit question that honestly has gotten other people blown up for, right? And it's somehow devolved to this. And I just feel like, I don't know. I feel like everybody's kind of like on edge a little bit. And so that, people yeah, just. That, yes, that's uh, the, the, what you said right there. Everybody's on 22 at all times, bro. Like we, there's no rest. Like we don't ever, it's in the news. It's in our media. It's in our lives. Like, like, especially black people, bro. We ain't getting no rest right now. Yeah, and mm-hmm. I, well, you know what? I think that's the thing too. I'm beginning to wonder. That rest thing is a good point. I'm wondering how much how much sleep are people getting? How much rest are people getting? How much like I used to think it was a joke about people putting the thing about you know when we're like was it was iOS and now does it where they they can remind you to put your phone down or in the mm-hmm. to, to turn? I, I laughed at that thing, but I'm like, yo, some people might need that now. I'm beginning to yeah. think that I. I like to say that I'm addicted to social media and to my phone and stuff like that and the internet because, hey, I do everything through my email. I'm always hitting things up. I'm always contacting things. But then also realize it was like, yo, there are times when I just like I disappear and people were like, yo, where did Chris go? And I'm like, yo, I I I, I went and did something else. Like I literally I wasn't on Twitter. I, I went and, go to, and people would be like, you did that? I'm like, yeah, nigga, I do that shit all the time. But I'm beginning to wondering like how many other people don't do that like. We talk about it's, this like a lot, dog. Well, our friendship, like yeah. me and you, have met once. Yeah, once in person, maybe, maybe twice. I think it's once. Uh, yeah, just twice, right? I, no, I think it's once. No, it's, 
It was just Negrocon. Yeah, it was just Negrocon. So it's like, but like me and you talk all the time, but it's because of internet. It's between, like even now, I have I have your number. I will DM you before I text you. Yeah, it's <laughs> to just the point. Mean. Right, it's to the point that I will I will send you a tweet before I send you a text. It's the same with me, you, Rod. Like when Rod Rod puts together the nerd off, he doesn't send us a group text. He sends a group DM. Right, <laughs> you know. And so I'm beginning to wonder. Like I know we're not alone in this. I'm beginning to wonder how many people that the internet and and social media is their connection to everybody else. And when you're always connected to somebody else, can you not take a break from? It? Right. Like. Think about how many times you look at your phone in an hour. Like, I caught myself a while back, like, dog, do I really look at my phone that much when I'm bored? And the answer was, yeah, because mm-hmm. it's always something you could be doing on your phone, right? So it's the same way with, like, think about news. I think I, was, I, think I talked about this on the Nerd Off a little bit, too. Like, yo, we are consumed by news 24-7. We know every bad thing that's going on, when it's happening, what time, how long it's going to take, and what the impact is going to be for the next generation. Mm-hmm. Our generation before us didn't have to worry about that shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, the most they had to worry about was what's going to happen with taxes, right? Mm-hmm. Like, we got to worry about what's going on with world uh, climate, you know, like everything. It's, it's just I, a lot to take in. I, I feel like it really went down after Ferguson because yeah. that was a time when all of black Twitter was looking was we, there was the only way for us to get our news, right? The accurate picture of what was going on was through Twitter. And from that point, I'm not saying that it doesn't happen with other, other groups and it hasn't been trending this way anyway. And wouldn't have trended this way, but I feel like especially on black Twitter, it became a thing because that was how we communicated. That's how we got ahead of um, that's how we kept it. That's how we kept in touch. And then, you know, it, it got to the point where people then started arguing and, and it's simple things that like, I don't know if you saw the, did you see the clip of D Ray being, uh, being, being booed? Nah, I missed Yeah. That. He, he went back to Ferguson and they, they do stood up and was like, you don't even go. You're not even from here. Like, yeah, called out for that shit. And Gotta be honest, like there are sometimes when I was like, I would see people complaining about Ray, and I was like, I mean, he is doing some good here, but then you see that clip and you're like, well, they got a point, right? And you're like, you're not even from there. Why are you? Why are you doing this kind of form here? Why right. didn't you bring up like? And and you start realizing that you're, you're seeing a lot of things that have, I, I and I think this is a thing that have always been there. Like there were always there were disagreements in the civil rights movie back in the sixties, right? Yeah, that's, yeah, absolutely. And, and yeah. I. I, I and it, it kind of reminds me of how when we when we do talk about like movies, like when there's a problem on a movie set, now everybody fucking knows. Like when you fire the directors for for uh, uh, for Solo, and then you have Ron Howard come in and reshoot the film and do all this other stuff. When you see the the drama that went on with Justice League, uh, with BVS and stuff like that, like we are so plugged in, and by the time the movie comes in. People already kind of have their mind about what was going to happen. And right. I don't even mean by like, okay, like I, I'm reading the, the, the other things, like the, the trade things. I'm talking about like the rumors and the, the suggestions and this and that and, and what's going on here, right? And, and 18,000 fan theories about what's wrong. Right. And you have to, you know, like even with me, I have to cut through the, the, the BS sometimes and be like, okay, 
Like, let's see what's actually going to happen here because that might not be true. When you have these disagreements, what normally be normal disagreements, they're now played out in public. And yeah. so, you know, people, people see somebody like, you get a blue check for, for doing one thing, and all of a sudden now you're, you're the new spokesperson for the culture. Right, like <laughs> Simone D. Sanders actually had that in her and has that in her Twitter bio, spokes spokeswoman for the culture, and when she said that shit, calling that dude out the day, somebody was like, take that, take that spokeswoman for the culture out of your fucking fucking like bio. But I'm like, see that, but that that's the thing. You kind of set yourself up for that. Like, why would you put yourself in that position? I I'm black. I've always been black. I would never put spokesperson for the culture in my fucking bio because the culture is too much. Like, that's too much of a responsibility. Like, I find it hard, like, I don't like tweeting, like, I've, I, I, you guys know me, I've watched and tweeted Asian show. I didn't, I never use any of those dim, dim thrones or dim, I never use any of those hashtags, right? Because I was like, uh, I didn't start it and I didn't want to kind of get in on that. Like, it's just, I never did like, you know, you know, a black, uh, you know, was a black girl so lit and I never did any of that shit. Because I was like, just kind of felt like using, while that could get me ahead and get more views. Sometimes it would feel like it was like using the culture to kind of get ahead. And right. I see how people look at that kind of stuff. So I kind of rather not use that. But it's, you know, and it, but it's just, it's a balance, right? And I think we're seeing people have what would normally be behind the closed doors um, arguments or, or disagreements very, very publicly. Oh, yeah, it's all in public. Like, everything is in public now. Like, you can't hide it. Like, Anything that you do that you don't want people to know about, they're probably going to know about it. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, you might as well, if you're going to be a public figure, you might as well get that out the way now. And, and going, and, and the last thing we'll, I swear we'll move on. Like, it goes back to the silence is a, you know, you know, silence is art form. Like, dude who just did that, the, the thread we just read, it's like, you dude, you could have really said nothing. Like there's no there's no reason to jump in front of that bullet, right? Like why why would you jump in front of that bullet? And it's wild because the dude that started all this got like like you said he got like a thousand followers. Like he ain't like somebody that's super super duper popular. Like he got some people that listen, but or you know that that find him you know his craft worthwhile. But it's just like nobody for real. No, like I don't know. Maybe I'm looking at it wrong, but <laughs> I I just I don't, I don't get it, man. I hmm, this is what like I usually get mad when people like I talk politics because you know we talk politics on this show. You get mad when we talk politics and I'm be talking about like just being reasonable, and um, people be like, you know, stick to comic books, you know, stick to movies. Now I'm like, oh no, I'll gladly stick to that shit because y'all motherfuckers out of your goddamn mind. Boy, listen. I, the, hey, the first thing I said to Chris was, "Look, we need to talk some nerd shit because life is a lot to right now, <laughs> and that shit makes me happy. So I will gladly stick to the nerd shit, nigga. Right. At any given time, you ain't got to tell me twice. Oh, we talking nerd shit? You mean count me in? Um, so kind of related to the social media thing, I, I did want to bring this up because I know me and you have talked about this with YouTube, uh, and it kind of segues into what we've been talking about." Um, uh, Mike had an article that says how YouTube communities are creating pathways to radicalization towards white supremacy's ideas. No um, shit. No shit. Yeah, mm -hmm. 
are are people serious right now? Are you are you fucking serious? It's taking you this long. Jesus. Yeah, it's um let me see if I can say it. Uh <clears throat> let's see. Uh what is it saying? It's a new study from a firm for uh, firm data and so- society that charts the influence of 65 players in this community calls the, uh, the faction the alternative influence the alternative influence network. By using this, the techniques of social media influencers, trading credibility and accuracy for, for, for reliability, members of this group have created a news ecosystem where mainstream, conservative acts, mainstream conservatives act as sort of a gateway drug towards an, extreme anti-feminism, nativism, and overt white nationalism. What influencers do on YouTube and Instagram is build devoted followings by speaking directly to fans, revealing details of their lives, and becoming micro-celebrities. Rebecca Lewis, the author of the report, told uh, Mike by phone on Tuesday. And based on that trust and influence, they sell products. We see people using these tactics in in this network, but what they're selling their audience is reactionary ideologies. Me and you have talked about this before. Like, Like, y'all need to look at what your kids are watching, bruh. Look at what these young people are watching. Like, I caught some shit um, on the YouTube Kids app, um, which is not as safe as people think. Like, it's very good and curated. But my little girl was watching some shit, and I started hearing, and I'm like, what the hell are you watching? And it was like, these two little girls were, like, fighting, and one was fighting, a, a, like, a black character and was saying all kinds of wild shit, like, you're dirty and all this. And I'm just like, well, even at this age, dog, like y'all do realize what they're doing. Like these are two grown adults doing this. Like it's ridiculous, <sighs> man. You, it, it, the people. I, I mean, people are so focused on Facebook. I'm like, yo, YouTube during the elections yeah. are going to blow your mind because everybody does the same thing. We we mentioned that chick, um, Grace Randolph who has literally turned her, her channel into an anti-SJW rant fest. Like she started, she, she actually at one point, I forgot she did a video where she complained about, um, was I think Tessa Thompson or somebody, some black woman's going to voice like quote unquote voice, the, one of the dogs in um, Lady and the Tramp. She's going to uh, voice the Lady oh, Tramp. Yeah, I saw and she that, got though. mad because she was like, that's going too far. And I'm like, it's a fucking dog. What yeah, the you fuck? Ra- did she say something about race bending the dog or something? Yeah, and I'm like, they're not race bending the dog because it's a dog. They're just going to have a. It's a cartoon. From the 1960s. I didn't realize this. That, that, that Lady and Tramp is from the 1960s. That little oh. Lady, like, the Lady and Tramp animated series we all watched, 1960s. Oh, yeah. It's yeah. old as shit. She's like, it's too old. I'm like, dog, it's Lady and the Tramp. Nobody gives a fuck. <clears throat> the stars of the a- AIN use all. The tactics are typical of social media influencers. Right-wing personalities share personal growth testimonies about their political radicalization and appear in each other's videos across promote one another. They hash out interpersonal beefs, have public falling outs, and publicize reunion events. They even have Instagram-ready celebrity couples. Yo, yo, these these you like these kids. Um, and god damn, I sound old, but these kids like idolize these people, bro. Like they instead of like doing uh like acting out cartoons and shit these kids are pretending to be streamers and like doing like making fake british accents so they you know because like the streamers do that fake ass british accent shit and 
They do the same thing, man. It's wild. It's fucking wild. So, yeah, man. It's a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, Please. I mean, even the whole thing, you know, the creating interpersonal beef, like you're seeing this, like they're, it's all scripted. Um, the most important aspect of this network, however, is the way in which they, they it leads viewers from mainstream topics, pundits, and political celebrities towards avowed white nationalists and reactionaries. The AIN includes everyone from mainstream conservatives like Ben Shapiro, Candace Owens, independent journalists like Tim Pool and InfoWars, Paul Joseph Watson, to white national celebrities like Richard Spencer and Red Ice TV's Elena Lochtef. The studies list also includes activists and journalists and members of what the New York Times colonially calls the intellectual dark web, a name given to a group of very famous reactionary celebrity, uh, conservatives who rail against multiculturalism and claim that they, they have been persecuted by the left. This shit is happening. I, yeah. I, I, I kept, like, I, I keep bringing up the, the, the Comiskate people. Like, I'm very, very happy that the comic pros came out against, like, Richard Spencer and I mean, Richard um, Myers and them. But you look at the look at like John Malin and 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 Ethan Van Shriver and all of them. They're one. They're making money on these little Kickstarters they're doing for their their books. I don't think that I I think they're making the money up front. Like when it comes, like I think these people are supporting these books to make the money to get the attention. But when it comes to sustaining these books, I don't think that support will be there. I really don't believe that. Yeah, um, but like they're still getting the money up front. Then you go to the like Ethan Van Shriver turned his 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 YouTube channel. You know, a thing where he just rails against like things like Star Wars and SJWs, and again claiming to be persecuted by the left. And oh, I'm a conservative in the comic industry, and there's so so few of us. And look what they're doing to me, and all this other shit. It's like that they they make like that is how they're radicalizing these people using comic books. And then what do you do when you see that? It, you start seeing people because if you watch one of those videos, look at what pops up in your suggested videos. You'll get videos by Ben Shapiro. You get uh, Jordan Peterson. You'll get you know, NRA stuff. You'll get these motherfuckers popping up there. You'll get Candace Owens and all this other stuff. They are taking advantage of YouTube's algorithms to literally, like you said, like, like this, this report is saying, radicalize young people. Yep. There's this whole idea of, oh, we'll just wait until the old generation dies off and the young people take over. That's not going to happen when the young people are being radicalized at a young age with this shit. <sighs> Trying to tell and, people. And, like, and the kids, poor kids, don't even know what's going on like have no fucking idea that like because they think that oh yeah i still have a black friend it's still cool i'm not you know like no these views bruh it's dangerous and people just don't realize it man like how dangerous it is i just i I wish people would really go on youtube and like dig into some of that dark shit like really dig in you ain't gotta dig in just type you in Star Wars. Just type in Star Wars. Type in Star Wars. What the I fuck mean, you see, do bro. Star Wars Last Jedi. Oh God. And see what oh, happens. I mean, this is why- you, I mean, you're you're only you're not trying to have people like lose it, Chris. Like that that's that's a little harsh. Uh, Sapir has been one of the country's most popular conservative commentators. He has particularly appeal on platforms like YouTube, where his college talks are cut together in compilations with titles such as Ben Shapiro destroys every college snowflake. The data, data and science report shows that while Superior is not a white nationalist, which I will highly disagree with, yeah, um, yeah. his network of relationships on Twitter put him in a single degree of separation away from Richard Spencer, one of the country's most famous white nationalists. If he's one degree of separation away from Richard Spencer, who is a white nationalist, 
then he is a white nationalist. You cannot be one degree of separation away from white nationalists and not be a white nationalist yourself. I am sorry. I completely disagree with that shit. Yeah, I don't know how you have those friends. I've never had white nationalist friends. Not, to, not knowingly. That does not happen. One click away from Shapiro is popular host David Rubin, a former host for the Progressive Digital Na- uh, Native Young Turks Network. Interesting. Oh, Young Turks. Hmm. Interesting, right? He left the Young what? Turks to become... Hmm. Hmm. Interesting how that works. Huh? Who left the left to host an interview show, which now has over 820,000 subscribers. Many of his guests are mainstream personalities like Shapiro himself, a billionaire investor Peter Thiel. Uh, yet when one of the clicks through, uh, one clicks through his interviews on race and IQ with YouTuber Stephen uh, Molyneux, uh, one does not find, only find a discussion on whether black people have smaller brains than white people, but also a litany of recommended videos about how black people are innately less intelligent than white, whites. Yeah, dog, YouTube is fucking wild, man. Everybody's doing talking about Twitter. Everybody's talking about Facebook. YouTube is where it's at, folks. YouTube is where this battle is being, I'm not even going to say fought. It's going to be where it's lost. Because what you guys aren't realizing is, this is where, you know, you think, again, like, YouTube and everybody's, everybody's focused on Alex Jones right now. Small potatoes. Easy. Easy. Small potatoes. For every Alex Jones, for, for one, one Alex Jones, there's a thousand others of them out there. Thousands of them. Honestly, I'm actually kind of using a reverse of this to get sometimes get my, 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 you know, because we had like 300 subscribers last year. Now I got like 2,500 and I, I get more views on my videos now. So on some of these videos, I use a reverse of this because I basically say things based in support of diversity and, and, and support of SAWs and things like that. And that gets these, that's why, I'm, that's why the comment sections on my videos are trash sometimes because yep. they come in, but they, that generates the views. That's yep. the only way to combat this, but there's not that many of us out there doing that. And so our videos do not get seen, but these videos do. And so you get these kind of things. It's ridiculous. It's all about that algorithm, dog. One of the researchers said that YouTube is a great radicalizer, and it's fucking true. All this talk about Muslims being radicalized and ISIS radicalizing people, YouTube is literally radicalizing generations of white people, and nobody's saying a goddamn thing. Not a thing, bro. Like these, like I really wish people like as, go check out Twitch, go check out your kid's favorite Twitch streamer, just sitting there in the chat with him one day. Oh well, the dude, even, the dude Ninja didn't he say that? Didn't he say nigger at one point? He got a an ESPN profile. They've all said nigger at one point. Like that's the thing. Like yeah, I wish it could just be one or two people. Like they've all dropped the N bomb multiple times. Like and nothing comes from it. So yeah. So yeah, go check out what's your favorite your, your kid, or even just you go check out Twitch. Just go look at some of the shit you see at like ten o'clock at night. Because people need to understand, just like with podcasting, and it's fine and weird because you know BuzzFeed like finally closed down their podcast shop. I mean, honestly, I hate hate it for the people like the all the women that were amazing podcasters, but BuzzFeed never put their full effort into that shit. They didn't, but I'm gonna tell you right now. I think they're making a stupid. I think they're making a really dumb mistake. Such a fucking mistake. Because I think everybody who's who's rushing to video is missing the opportunity that like audio is the next big thing, not yep. video. Everybody going to audio because everybody's so fucking busy. You you can't watch a video in your car. You can listen to you can listen to a, a podcast though. Like people are so busy right now, you can't multitask and watch a video. You can multitask and listen to audio. 
So yes, while podcasting isn't where it should be right now, audio is the next big thing. So seeing everybody closed down because they already closed down their writing shops, right? And now they're closing down their audio shops to focus on video because they think that's where it's going to get them. And I'm like, that's, you're thinking one move ahead and you're not thinking three moves ahead. Like, it's stupid. It's really, they're chasing the tail of something that's already passed. Like, I do yep. videos on YouTube right now just because I can. But even then, I'm like, yo, I'm not going to kill myself. I'm not going to shut down the podcast to focus on video. Yeah, that'd be insane. No, I'm trying to get the video to kind of shovel some people to the podcast because that's where I want to be at. Like, you can't, you're not going to break into the video game right now. <laughs> you're not. Yeah, that's, I mean, come on, guys. I mean, even, even if you have something fan-fucking-tastic, it's a little late. I, like, but, like, it's, like, I, it's, it's, like I said, like, but where is that right? But you're not going to break in, especially with the way that the algorithm right now is heavily aimed towards this, these people that, again, like the, the, the article, it, they didn't make enough point of this, but, but it is true. When you focus on um, reliability, not accuracy. Like none yeah. of these things are trying to be accurate. None of these things are trying to actually be informative. They're trying to just say this shit just to get attention. And I'm like, Ugh. it's ugly, man. Oh, it's, 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 it's very, very ugly. Very, very ugly. So, um, all right, let's see what else we got here. I think we got, is it time for some, Oh, oh yeah, here's it's go. time for some great moments in white privilege. Let me see if we can get this beautiful, great moments in white privilege music going right now. If I can find it. Good job, Chris. Good I don't job. know. I, you know, this is what we try to do. You know, we try to just keep things going. Here we go. So I got two great moments in white privilege this week. Um, the first one, oh man, I think I got to DM this to you. Kyle, I want you to see the image. All right, let me let me DM this to you real quick. Uh, where am I? Because uh, I'm gonna read. I'm gonna read the. I'm gonna read the article. Nordstrom's taped dirty looking shoes on sale for a mere five hundred and thirty dollars. Oh, Shoppers outrage. So you saw the image, yeah. right? Yes, bro. I didn't think it was real, Bruh. So, oh, God, I wish. Look this up, guys. It's literally like a like the plainest fucking shoe. It's dirty. It's got a it's got a scuffed front front end, and it's got tape over it. They're selling this motherfucker. They call it Superstar Taped Shoe, Taped Sneaker. Crumbly holding it all together tape details a distressed distressed leather sneaker in a retro low profile with a signature sidewall star and grungy rubber cup sole. Oh, I thought it was a joke. Like, I thought it was a joke, but then I thought about the fact that they have also put, like, greens on sale for, like, $150. So... Even, even those, I thought that I thought were fake. This was in USA Today, and was like, it was real. My, oh, my, you can't be serious. Yeah, man. $530. It's fucking insane, dog. For basically, it was a poverty shoe. You're making yes. poverty an accessory. Yes. Maybe this shouldn't oh. be. I mean, I, 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 this, this, and because it's more than just. I'm, I'm so what, rich like, that I can afford to look poor. 
right? Like, wow. Italian brand Golden Goose also offers plenty of other worn-looking sneakers from upwards of $500. They have a collection that, as they say on their website, includes footwear, footwear that com- combines a refined modern style with a vintage feel. I got to see their site now. I got to look at this shit. You know it's going to be fantastic, right? Like, you know it's going to be, like, the best shit you've ever seen. It's not going to look like a bunch of garbage shoes. That's not what it's going to look like. You know what? I got to take it back. I used to make fun of... Uh, this this is see this is the shit that Connie used to see that makes him do his Yeezy line. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Nigga, like, hold on. Yeah. I, I see, I see your point, Kanye. You just do whatever the fuck you want at this point. I don't, I don't care. I, <laughs> Nobody I, else is being sensible. Let's just go ahead and get that out the way. Nigga, none of this shit makes sense. Hold on, let me. I gotta send you this. Like this, this one, you gotta see. This this is from the what is that Golden Goose or whatever. The, this is from their fucking site, dog. When you see. This this shit that they are fucking selling. Sin, come on, sin. I'm looking at all. The, I got all these requests out of nowhere. The fuck is going on here? Oh, like nigga, oh. <laughs> nigga. I I am. Are these Converse? Are they just fucking kids? They're like they're con- Somebody took some Converse. And repurpose some Converse for five hundred and fifty fucking dollars. Yo, I swear to God, these are Converse, man. Like you can't tell me. Hold on, let me look at these. And they didn't even. <laughs> what the fuck is that little? It looked like they got saddle shoes on the front. What is that outline? Shit, what is this, man? This nigga, this, this dude this is joke, wearing... right? Huh? Like, yo, do you see the? This, do you see the hoodie? No. Nigga. Hold on. Nigga. It's basically it, it looks like it's just a it's just a gray hoodie. Four hundred and ninety dollars. Where? Four ninety. Nigga, I can't do this, yo. What are, are you doing see, here? You see that long ass red sweater? Uh a fucking stack? It's a thousand dollars? Are you kidding me? Wow. Wow. I, I just goodness. I mean, it must be nice to have that much. I mean, this is a level of money that I aspire to to never get to, right? Like, but because at, at a certain point, like you just you losing your mind. Like you look at this shit. But here's the thing, yo. I don't know if I could. I would wear it if it never because it's like it looks so like the model looks so uncomfortable. He looks so sad. Looks so sad. <laughs> So no emotion. It looks so so uncomfortable and just sad, and I'm just like, I wouldn't want to wear any of this shit. I gotta see the rest of these shoes, man, because this is like they—that's their thing, right? It's, like, a, it's a serious. What are those? Yo, holy shit! You see the? Did you see the ones that was five fifteen, but they look like some beat up all stars? Nigga, like, I'm looking bro. at them right now. Wow. These, these are really Converse. They're not Converse that they've sewn the star back on. They did. They dumped or died. Yo, these gotta be Converse, bro. I swear to God, man, these gotta be Converse. Like, ain't no way. And then what? What is those one shoes that people used to wear in the nineties, like the Sacconese or Sacconese or some shit? It looked like those too. Like they just got a pair of some old ass sneakers. Wow. This and this is coming from somebody who doesn't give two fucks about shoes. Like I don't care. All of these are terrible. 
Like, if I brought some of these home, my wife would probably slap me in the fucking face. Yo, I just bought these. For, yo, this is a PS4. This is a PS4. This is a PS4 with terabyte, yo. This is a PS4. What if somebody sent you a pair of these fucking shoes and set up a PS4? Uh, <laughs> like, you can open your box up when, from you ordering it, and it was these, the Francie sneakers. I mean, I mean, I'm looking about this all wrong, yo. Maybe I needed to take a bunch of my old shit, get a white, get a white person to be the front man for it, and then sell, sell, sell white people this kind of shit, yo. That's how you get a scam, bro. Like, just scam these motherfuckers at this point. I'm, people, I'm telling them maybe, scam, maybe, maybe the lesson people, of this show is I need to scam more. Hey, man, look, that might be the lesson, dog. People look, people want to be scammed. Like, <laughs> like it looks like it right now. By the look at these sneakers, yo, none of these sneakers are under four hundred dollars. No. Sorry, none of them are under four hundred sixty dollars. Four hundred sixty dollars is the the cheapest of these sneakers, and I feel like the more beat up the the shoes look, yeah, it, the it more does. expensive they are. Yo, didn't you know how you know these all this shit is expensive? It ain't no sort by uh, uh, price. <laughs> it ain't no sort by price. All this shit is expensive. <laughs> if you on this website, you know you looking to spend some money. Are these? Are th- is this? Cotton corduroy pants for five hundred and fifty dollars. What is going on? Yeah, buddy. Yeah, yeah. Like even, holy shit! No, no, no. Don't even look any further on the website. I'm gonna send you this. I need your initial reaction to this shit. Oh god. Just nope. I just put it in the DM. Like you got to see this shit, bro. Like. Yo, 200. Mm. $210 for a beanie, yo. I swear to God, that shit better be made out of gold and like virgin tears. Like, no, Dog, no. If, I wear, if I wear a $200, like, $200, $210 beanie, like, when snow falls I, and water, I, it, just, it just melts. I mean, yeah, I need, I need to have a halo that surrounds me at all times. Like, uh, yeah, nothing touches me with this beanie on. Yo, why is why the mod? They they're dressing this. You know what this model is dressed like? Like like your your initial level one choose a character. <laughs> like like the one that just be swaying back and forth when you first start. Yo, mm-hmm. he looked like the dude. Uh, you ain't play battlegrounds for people to play battlegrounds. He looked like that creative clear that just have on that just has on like the t shirt mm-hmm. and shorts with generic shoes. Yep, that's him. Yeah, it's like when you play like Skyrim, and like you find some shit that like you find some clothes that, that you can't like you can't wear that shit and it feels like here's a here's a here's a leather jacket. I'm like, yo, how much armor is a leather jacket? Negative two. And you're like, well, when am I ever gonna use this shit? Here are some here here are some surf pants, and you're just like, well, I can't wear these. Like, it's not, I can't. Yo, okay. so we tend to go on tangents on the nerd off, and what you just said, and this is totally off topic, but fuck it. At this point, we. Or clowning a little bit. And I thought about Jimon Hansu wearing that motherfucking tiger skin <laughs> from, from Tarzan, bro. He would definitely wear this shit. This is golden goose shit. He would definitely be in this shit, yo. He would be in this shit. Like, that was his, this is his starter pack. Like, when he got there, this was what he was wearing. Motherfucker, he, go, to, he, motherfucker go to the leather jackets. Go to the men's leather jacket and look at the fucking price. First of all, hey, hey, these are the ugliest leather jackets I've ever fucking seen in my life. Like, I am not a leather jacket dude. 
I appreciate like a good leather jacket, like a look. All of these shits are terrible. $2,910. wearing the duck's tail, the uh, ducktails jacket is like $3,000. Yo, what the fuck, yo? Yo, what about the one joint that's in the middle that's like leather at the top and like suede at the bottom, but it ain't like no line in between. It just go from leather to suede. Nigga, why the belt's like $180? Oh, yeah. I, I didn't even want to talk about the belts. I didn't want to talk about I saw him. I was like, I'm good. I'm good. Uh, nah, man. This, this is some opulent shit. Like, this is some this, this is only this, the men's line. And you know they tax women way harder than they tax men. I might even. Mm. Yeah. This one, I'm looking at this sweater for a woman. Woman size small, $890. And the sweater has two holes in it. <laughs> On purpose. I, I wish Nick. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. I, I'm done with it. I, I can't do this. All right. Um, second great moment of my privilege. <clears throat> Non-native man found guilty of strangling and sexualizing native woman will serve no jail time. Jesus. Justin Snyder, 33, an Eagle River, Alaska man, who choked a native woman to an unconsciousness, then masturbated on her. Won't serve. Oh, serve yeah. Won't have to serve a day in jail nor register as a sex offender after making a deal with prosecutors. Deal includes probation and a rehabilitation program. What is a rehabilitation program for masturbating on somebody? That whole that whole thing, like, like that sentence makes no sense to me. Like that whole paragraph that you read makes no sense. Like he masturbated on a woman and raped her. And he's getting off with no jail time? Not like a year, not like six months, like zero? Anchorage Assistant District Attorney Andrew, Andrew uh, Granick said the plea deal could be considered a pass for Snyder and he hoped that, and that he hoped the 34-year-old wouldn't strangle and masturbate anyone again. Well, you know, if you were actually were, you know what you could have done if you wanted to hope that he wouldn't do that again? Actually put him in jail for it. You could have, could have actually. I mean, hey, my nigga, I'm not paying you for I mean, hope. I mean, you could have. <laughs> I want assurances. I mean, I'm just saying you could have actually just not. I mean, just kind of just a whatever, though. You know. Yeah, um, like, oh, God, that's man, men are trash, bro. Like, good grief, man. A, a written cl- criminal complaint by APD detective Bar- uh, Brett Sharber, the victim, a 25 year old native woman, told police Shiner. Who drove at a gas station in Mid- Midtown Anchorage, drove to a remote location and attacked her. Justin then identified himself to the victim as Dan and gave her a ride under the guise of going to uh, Muldoon. Muldoon. Since going to Muldoon, the driver drove to another area, stated that he had to load items into his car for another vehicle. He asked the victim for help when she came to the rear of the vehicle. Uh, Snyder attacked her, strangled her in the front, uh, strangled her in a front choke while, hold while telling her he was going to kill her. When the victim woke up, Snyder was zipping up his pants. The victim was covered in ejaculate. He then offered her a tissue. Oh, well, that was considerate of him. The man told her he he wasn't really going to kill her and that he needed her to believe she was going to die so that he could be sexually fulfilled. Oh, okay, well, that's fine then. Oh, okay. Okay, he just, oh, okay. It was a joke. It was like some take back. He's okay. My bad. mm -hmm. The woman said Snyder then let her go get her backpack and cell phone, to which she immediately called the police. Reported his license plate number. Due to the call from the victim in the description, the police found Snyder 
Bill is saying to go to his federal job, his federal job at Ted Stevens Anchorage International Airport. Well, things just uh, make a lot more sense now, don't they? Snyder, who lost his job at the airport, said Anchorage Assistant District Attorney granted that losing his job would tantamount to a life sen- sentence. Wow. According to the district attorney, he, uh, he agreed to, pu- to a plea, bar- uh, plea deal based on Snyder's enrollment and progress and treatment program an expert assessment that his risk of him reoffending is low. This might be the one, Chris. You might have broke me, dog. Like we might not be able to do these no more, dog. Like that, the, the the sheer number of fucks you have to give, or zero fucks you have to give, to basically catch to do him not deny it, and he still get off. Like, wow. I thought this was a good show, Chris. Like, we made it all the way through without me slapping the table. And, uh, you know, thank you for that. I appreciate it. Wow. And then, of course, there's a brown person, right? Like, oh, of, course, of course, there's a brown person. Of course, of course, of course, of course. Oh, yeah. When asked why Snyder was not required to register as a sex offender, Greenwich told KTVA that the conduct in the case did not meet the legal requirements of a sexual assault charge, even though the assault included sexual elements. What do you have to do? Like, I, I'm I'm literally at a loss of words, and that's very hard for me. I hope it doesn't happen <laughs> again, Granick said to the KTVA. That's the reason why I made the deal that I've made, because I have a reasonable expectation that it will not happen. But I would like the gentleman to be on notice that it, that it is one pass. It's really not a pass, but given the conduct, one might consider that it is. Oh, motherfucker, it is. He strangled a woman to unconsciousness, then jack- jacked off on her. A sexual assault and almost attempted murder. It really should have been attempted murder. Like, hey, more than anything, like, he kidnapped a woman. Hey, even if you just ignore the fact that he ejaculated on her, he kidnapped a woman. Hey, that's a different set of charges. What is going on with that? Like, okay, you are a dirtbag and you somehow would miraculously don't believe that's sexual assault. He still kidnapped a person. Like, good grief. The amount of fucks, man. Goodness. I blame you, Chris. It's your fault. I'm here to help. <laughs> I mean, you know, every time I every time I'm on here, we have like one what great moments of white uh, history or white privilege where I'm just like, mm, I got to reconsider my thoughts every time I get on here. You know what? I'm I got, a, I'm, I, I'm I, got, pull a I got, well, pulling... it's funny you mentioned that Deepon's on next week. So everybody, um, <laughs> get your best in for the end of the world. Cause Deepon's on next hey, week. We're doing, a, we're, we're doing one big, big weekend of uh, just a bunch of podcasts with me and Deepon. So just be prepared. I, I do got one last thing, one last thing on here. And uh, maybe this will make you feel better. All right. Maybe this will, be, this will be the one I, thing. This will be the I one thing. For some reason, I don't believe you. This is the, but... the one thing. I'm, I'm hoping that this, this, this does it, so we'll see. Paul Gosar, the congressman, isn't doing anything to help rural America. Paul's absolutely not working for his district. If they care about health care, they care about their children's health care. They would hold him to account. If they care about jobs, they would hold him to account. If he actually cared about people in rural Arizona, I bet he'd be fighting for Social Security, 
for better access to health care. I, I bet he would be researching what is the most insightful water policy to help the environment of Arizona sustain itself and be successful. And he's not listening to you, and he doesn't have your interests at heart. My name is Tim Gosar. David Gosar. Grace Gosar. Joan Gosar. Gaston Gosar. Jennifer Gosar. Paul Gosar is my brother. My brother. And I endorse Dr. Brill. Dr. Brill wholeheartedly mm. endorse Dr. David Brill for Congress. Wait, yeah. wait. <laughs> wait, wait. I wasn't expecting. I wasn't expecting the I told you I had something for you, man. I, I told you I felt bad. I kind of was feeling kind of bad. I was like, I got to get something to make, 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 make uh, Aaron feel a little bit better. I wasn't expecting the twist, dog. The plot twist at the end killed me. <laughs> what a twist? And you with the M. Night Shyamalan, yo? <laughs> what a twist? Yo. I was like, these some reasonable Santa white folks. Yo. And then I didn't know it was a, a dismixed tape. Yo, <laughs> yo, yo. First of all, first of all, first of all. How fucked up are you and your family? Because apparently so. How, I, I had to look this up. I was like, yo. Yo, how many siblings does Paul Gosar have? First, so Right. I yeah, gotta know now. I got. I need to know his whole life. Because there were there were six of six of his six of his brothers and sisters like came out in that in that video. He's the oldest of ten, so three of them didn't appear in the, in the series of ads. That still means the majority of your siblings think you're full of fucking shit. They think you're a dirtbag, and enough that they don't want you to have your job anymore. Right. And not only do they not want you to have your job anymore, they want the other candidate to win. Right. Like, I'm sorry, this, this, this is what you need to do as white people. It's like, oh, no, no, you not just, don't just say you're not voting for somebody. You go out there and you, you, put, you, put, the, you, put, your, you put your backing behind it. So apparently, so apparently he's estranged from most of them due to his hardline positions on, on issues like immigration. Um, one of them, Grace Gorsar said in another ad, she was like, it'd be difficult to see my brother as anything but a racist. <laughs> uh, they also go against his conspiracy theories, including that Charlottesville was a white supremacy uh, rally. Uh, white, the, the, the Charlottesville white supremacy rally was organized by the left and the George Soros uh, and, and George Soros. Uh, the, the, the Gosar siblings say speaking out about him isn't what they want to do, but it's intervention time. <laughs> Yo. Yo. They don't give two fucks. Hey, man, I don't do the cookout shit much. Like, I don't, I don't really believe in it. And I think it's kind of corny. But. They not going to the cookout, but good job, white people. Fuck. I'll, you know, I'll bring some food into the to 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 to, to the work. Yeah. I'll, bring, I'll bring some leftovers, leave some leftovers in the in the, in the work kitchen, yo. Yeah, yeah. How can y'all y'all have the whatever potluck or whatever the fuck y'all have? I'll bring some uh, like ribs or some shit. Like y'all deserve it. So here here's the letter. <laughs> we watched the interview of Paul Gosar on Vice News and believe Paul owes George Soros a personal apology. This is a matter of right and wrong, not politics. We are aghast that Paul has sunk so low that he now spews the most despicable slander against an 87-year-old man with a shred of proof and then doesn't even have the guts or decency to apologize. Our parents are 87 and 83, and we would be outraged if some sleaze did the harm, did to them what Paul simply did to Mr. Soros. First, Paul uh, confabulated horrendous lies about Soros as a young boy who survived the Holocaust and followed it with an invented notion that Soros was behind the Charlottesville Nazis. Uh, Paul's deceit was uttered without a shred of evidence. Those aren't our family values or the values of the small Wyoming town we grew up in. Character assassination wasn't revered. Lies and distortion do do reveal much about the character of the congressman of Arizona's 4th Congressional District, however. Paul has no problem going completely out of his way to malign Mr. Soros on Vice, so we can't imagine anything less than a complete retraction and genuine apology. A A press release inadequate. One of those phony apologies that begin with, if someone was offended by my statement, 
won't do either. It's extremely <laughs> Wait a no. minute. Yo. Damn, hold on. Wait a damn minute. They get they got the whole thing lined up. Somebody black behind them coaching them. <laughs> I I like, just what kind of what kind of dirtbag do you have to be that your own flesh and blood feel that you are bad enough that we are gonna put you out there and fry you and fuck how it makes our family look? I it just hold on, let me go back to this because I, I just, it's so good, Chris. They, Thank you. Yes, yeah, they, they fried the shit out of him, yo. <laughs> They, they, they toasted him so bad, bro. He don't even, I don't even think he knew what happened. I just, like, you know, he look up, he like, yo, like my whole family against me. <laughs> like what happened? Nobody fucks with you, Paul. Nobody fucks with you, Paul. Beat it, Paul. Get out of here, Paul. <laughs> I just, they, they was probably roasting his ass at family, at family dinner. Like, what are you doing, Paul? Beat it. You dirt bag. I, I just his own. They mentioned their own parents, which means that their parents know that they did this. Shit. Right, yo. When your parents come out and basically like, oh no, 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 like we don't fuck with you, and and you like, I, I just mm. that was so, so good. I needed that. That was fantastic. I just wasn't I'm ready. Just, hold on, yo. I because I, I'm just hold on. Let's let's let's, let's try this again. Oh, hold on. Hold on, I got cause I got something for this. We gotta we gotta do this properly before we get out of here, because if we don't, it, it's not gonna it's not gonna work right. So I, I gotta I gotta I'm gonna read this letter again with the proper. Gonna do this right. So Paul had no problem going completely out of his way to malign Mr. Soros on Vice, so we cannot imagine anything less than a complete retraction and genuine apology. A press release inadequate. One of those phony apologies that begins with, if someone was offended by my statements, won't do either. It is extremely upsetting to have to call you out on this, Paul, but you force our hand with your deceit and anti-Semitic doll whistle. We look forward to your apology on Vice. Paul Gosser's siblings, Joan, Dave, Tim, Grace, Gaston, Pete, and Jennifer. Good God, yo. Jesus, Jesus! He didn't even know what was happening. Like, like, he looked up. Like, do you? What if he didn't know? Like, what if his family never told him that he was a dirt bag? Apparently, like, they have though. Like, this is the thing that gets me about it is, I th- I feel like they kind of have. And they, this is the final. This got to be the final because you know, here's the thing: white people don't turn on the white people don't turn on their own family for shit. Like, he got to go. Yeah. Like, so now I want to know, like, yo, what happened to make him turn on his family so hard like this, dude? Oh, oh so, that was good. I tried. I, hey, look, man. I, I, bro, the plot twist, man. Like, it was the last three seconds. And I was like, oh, okay. Well, this, you know, this sounds okay. I don't see what the. I knew I had something for you. Oh, I, knew, oh. I, I knew I had something for you. I knew I was like, yo, I can't, I can't leave Aaron hanging like this. I can't, I can't leave him with that. That thing. Let me give him something to, to, to chew on. And, um, my nigga, you welcome. My nigga, you welcome. You welcome. You welcome. All right, man. Tell me to get out of here. Tell people where they can find you at, man. Right now, we are on a little bit of a hiatus. Actually, I guess I need to actually put that out on the feed because I haven't told anybody yet. But we are replanning. But you can go to blackastronauts.com. That's where we're 
where we are at. Most of the time we are on Facebook as well. Just search Black Astronauts anywhere we will come up. Um, thank you as usual for having me on. You know, it's always a pleasure. And ain't like I ain't going to talk to your ass in less than a fucking right. two, right, 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 right. <laughs> so, uh, uh, you're right. All right, folks. Thank you guys very much for listening. Make sure you subscribe. It's Andy Check on iTunes, Stitcher Radio. Go to nprnetwork.net. A lot of things coming out, and uh, just stay tuned. Again, we have a lot of stuff coming out on Premium. Premium is going to have um, Season 2 Iron Fist uh, review and uh, Spider-Man 3. Those are pr- both pretty long. They're both over an hour, so that's plenty of content coming out. Hopefully this uh, should be actually wait, out before we do wait, this. And y'all talked to Spider-Man 3 for over an hour? Oh, damn. Oh, no. We roasted the shit out of that movie, yo. We roasted <laughs> the shit out of it. I, I swear. Oh, no, I can tell you exactly how, how long it was, because I got it right here. Sitting here, ready to be ready to be edited. Like that's how, like I got them. I got them both out. Like I'm just like, mm, just shit. Let me see. Here we did here. Um, boom, boom. When did I add them? Hold on. Yeah, because we did. Uh, she was mo- almost like an. Yeah, let's see. Oh shit, maybe I didn't add them in here. No, I don't. So, okay. but uh, I didn't. I didn't pull them into uh, iTunes yet. So, uh, but yeah, yeah. Oh no, here it is. Spider-Man three was an hour and twenty minutes, and Iron Fist was an hour, hour and forty-seven. So, Yo, I, I really wish I would have been on that Iron Fist one though. Yeah, like, you should have hit me up for that one, boy, because I got some thoughts. <laughs> I got some thoughts. I'm gonna tease it for you guys. Top three. Yeah, yeah, dog. I'm not a hey, not yeah. being on a review, not knowing what y'all said. I will 100 percent agree with top three. Top three. Series, so Iron Fist season two, top three. Yeah, top to bottom. Yeah, I ain't, so, I ain't even mad at that. Listen, listen to the premium show to find out why more. So that's how they do the teaser, guys. All right, folks, thank you guys very much for listening. Until next time, we're out of here. Peace. Peace.